Sometimes some, one of us talks louder than the other one. It's like a, it's like having an in-ear monitor. I feel like you're talking directly to me when you say that. No, I'm looking straight ahead at the invisible man, the fourth member. Mm. The fourth member. You're the one. That's Scott. My Scott is the fourth member. I know. When's he going to get toppled? You have phantom power on that one, by the way. I know. How, do you, how can you tell? There's the lightning. It's lit up. Yeah, I got to turn that off. I was using yeah. another kills, microphone kills for it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hell oh. yeah. Gobble, Happy gobble. Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Uh, we are using new technology on this here, here mm-hmm. episode. On the back end, you're not going to notice the difference. We notice, though. We can actually hear ourselves. Yeah, nice and loud. Our, we, now we need to get good studio quality I, I headphones. I tell you what, these robo-dicks, I think, are going to change... Robo-dick. ...are going to change the trajectory of the show. Robo-dick. Uh, welcome to After Disaster. I'm Anderson. There's Mike to my immediate right, sitting here, Indian, here. Indian Present. style. Present. Wow. Mike Corano, alcoholic. There's uh, You're not Ty-Ty. supposed to say your last name. <laughs> 
Why is a robot Whoops. scolding you? There's Ty Ty sitting uh, to my left. He's uh, leaning up against the uh, the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. come to you live mm-hmm. on tape from Mike Carano's apartment. Yep. This is the one and only after disaster. The uh, the, the show least aptly named on iTunes, probably. Most confusingly named, maybe. Yeah. Well, more confusingly than miscellaneous adventures from the world of Mike Carano. That yes. makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Perfect. It's the sense. world of Mike Carano. With miscellaneous right, adventures. Right there in the name. I'm glad you said that, because that get, brings me a new level of confidence. Do you remember the show that I pitched to you at Disneyland, Mike? And, sort of. Uh, we did not know each other that well at that point, but I had built an entire show around you, and I wanted to do, do a TV show. Or, and you wrote it out, You wrote it out too. And I had it in like a, a little binder. Oh, is that the one called Show Me Your Butts? No, it was called Miscellaneous. Show Me Your Butt. Hey, lady. Show Me Your Butt. Miscellaneous Adventures. You're on the show. Mm. No, it was called something similar to Miscellaneous Adventures, but it wasn't quite Miscellaneous Adventures. But it it was about Mike. It was essentially the show that he's doing now, but uh, I, I I had more forethought at the time. And it was Mike going to, and I found a bunch of like uh, odd places that were within driving distance, and Mike would go there and talk about the, them, and then we were going to cover them. I might we still actually, do that. We I actually even went to a Death Valley, and Mickey got involved, and what he time did hired. You leave? He eight o'clock, eight a.m. He hired a. You uh, leave earlier than eight. Mickey hired a uh, sound guy to come with us, and also. we went out to Death Valley. Uh, Mickey, Mike, and the sound guy, and I, and Stanley, and uh, it was. Uh, Uncomfortable, to say the least, because the uh, sound guy was uh, not in his element, mm. and uh, it didn't really, it was a fun time, we had fun, right? We totally had fun, I do remember that trip. I can't remember, I think it's, Odd was in there, I remember Odd was in the title of the show that I created. Odd Odd Ventures? The Odd Couple? No, it was something like uh, Odd Places, Neil Simon Joint, Road Trips, and... Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives? I should, I'll find that, because I'm I'm doing a new... I'm sure I have a copy of it. I'm doing a new because uh, I'm super well organized and I file everything away. Hey, where you I can found get this. Uh, you found this auxiliary amazing, cable in like two seconds. Amazing. Yeah, Tyler's like, I need a mail to mail. What is that? Quarter inch? No, no, no it's eighth. a eighth eighth inch mail to mail ox cord that mm-hmm. you have in your car. And uh, a, um, Mike's like, I have no idea why I have this, but here it is. And he just pulled it out of I like the ethers. I think it's because he has that mechanic shirt on. I had a um a very uncomfortable episode happened a couple of days ago and i spoke about it on my podcast mm. but oh the bowel movement it gets a little subtle <sighs> michael tyler no <laughs> no this i feel like i'm doing better mentally but i also feel like my anger and my franticness and my narcissism and my ego is right behind the improvements mm-hmm. in my well it's still gonna linger it's still no, gonna it, be there but do you ever do something that you feel is so douchey you just go like is that me is that me in the moment or afterwards afterwards if, yeah, yeah all the time. Everybody. Like, about like just, once a week I take a shower and I think about something I did and I'll cringe yeah, in yeah. the shower. I uh I had a friend go, Can I ask you a question about uh sex drive in men your age? Because she's dating someone who's probably my age. Forty? You know I have a camera on and that's gonna just kill it. But that's all right. That's all right, I'll fix it later. Fix it in post. Now don't worry about it, kill it. Turn it off, turn it off, make it more comfortable. Is that gonna help? Is that better? Oh, that's nice. That okay, cool. Nice. nice. Feels better. All right, so uh, questions about old dicks. She she's dating a guy who's my age and uh I just turn off one of the lights. And she goes, I just have a simple question for you. And it wasn't she wasn't saying he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. She just goes, I just was curious about sex drive because I've never dated somebody that just didn't want to have sex all the time. She's never And I go, yeah, the, dated I go the a man sex, in his 40s. Sex, that's what I'm saying. Is exactly right. And I go 
It definitely goes down. A lot. That is an odd siren. No one can hear it, I don't think. Okay. Well, I'll dub it in later. Put in one of those European ones. It was sound. It sounded just. It sounded like that. Yeah. Jason Bourne siren. A siren just went by. It, it's it's Tuesday uh, before it. Thanksgiving, they, and some people traffic are traffic turkeys on fire. Is going haywire. Brutal. Society is LA. crumbling. It really is. Traffic lately has been exceptionally bad. Well, okay. I think it's because of the time change, but. Tonight is really, really fucking bad, and I saw so many accidents, and people just, I, I think the main thing is get off your fucking phones. I gotta phones. get turkey. I gotta get some turkey. And get off your phones. Okay, so she asked me a question. I recommended she talks to a sex therapist, and then I told her there's a lot of things that can diminish sex drive, antidepressants, stress, all kinds of things. And having I go, sex. I go, but it's a joy not having the same sex drive in midlife than, than you have when you're oh, a good, kid. Mike. It's I, I've been worried about that. frustrating. Yeah. It's nothing but frustrating. Because I remember young. you saying numerous times on the show, like it just doesn't go away. And like you seem like the biggest horn dog for your age that I've ever met. And and I, I can only imagine like if I still <laughs> had the, like the what biggest a, what a nice horn thing to dog. Say. I, it's just hey, like you're I'm you're attracted try. to everyone and uh you're it's always just crushes, talking though. It's just yeah. It's a loneliness probably. But Mike, you know, Mike would have thrived in ancient Greece. If I had the same sex drive that I had when I was fifteen right now, like miserable. Jillian well, would be so she'd sore. Be, she would have left you. She yeah, would have left me long be, ago. Be gone. <laughs> She'd be gone. Yeah. Um. So, I gave her the best advice I could. Mm-hmm. Which which was? I'm like, you got to talk to him. Maybe talk to a sex therapist. No, and, you, you got to be wearing that French maid outfit when he comes home. Yeah, and maybe you need to be the aggressor in the uh, <laughs> situation because she was she's used to guys. Right, guys, we love that French maid yeah. outfit. <laughs> I love it like so much. French maids and clean up when you're done too. I love coming. You got the costume. I on. love coming home and you're wearing that costume <laughs> and as you're dusting like the bills. We oui. <laughs> the just bills. We oui, we oui. like the mm-hmm. football team. Yeah, yeah. yeah dusting she's the dusting bills. The, the the football team. Like Marv Levy, the, the coach. Buffalo she's Bills. Dusting them off. John Kelly, Joe Kelly, John. Who's the I, Kelly? I regret bringing this up right now because Bruce it Kelly. really paints me in a bad light, and I'm really ashamed of it. But it, it was nothing but black light, psychotic, arrogance, Bill Kelly, ego, narcissism that just came out of me, and it didn't occur to me till I split. But throughout me trying to answer her serious question, now keep in mind, none of these things are necessarily true, and I mean that. It's I managed to slide into the conversation. I have a big dick. I'm good at oral sex. <laughs> and my ex-girlfriend had crazy amounts of orgasms. Is this a woman you're you're attracted no. to? No. But I, I left there and I was like, what the Jim fuck? Kelly. She did Jim not Kelly. ask. I know who Jim Kelly is. I also He's, know Kelly Green, my dusted. least favorite shade of green. Don't like it. What's wrong with Kelly Green? I also remember the first time I ever booked a concert. It was uh, this guy you never heard of. And that was the cheesiest way to intro it. I, the first concert I ever booked at a theater was Jerry Seinfeld, and the person who opened hey! for him was a comic named Steve Kelly, and I remember Jerry walking up to Steve Jim going, Kelly. hey, Kelly Belly, and that just stuck out in my head forever. Mm-hmm. Kelly Belly. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting to meet a guy with the last head, name. And now it's on wax. But, but, why is it on wax? Because this is we're recording on wax. Yeah, yeah. That's why Wax tracks. Yeah, that's, that's wax what, lips. That's the new technology we're talking about. Wax the lips. Are they racist or not? Do people know what wax tracks are? No. I don't know what wax tracks are. That's how they made records. Oh, okay. I know what wax tracks is are. Is it really? Yeah. Never heard it called that. Are they the round things? The records are round. <laughs> yeah. No. Are they, are they like a tube and it went around like this? No. Oh, that's different. No. That, that, 
Those are the uh, those are the tube tracks. Edison, what are those called? Have you ever seen the process? Vitriolas. What, what are they called? I don't vitriola. Know. That's what I need. Is something that's angry. <laughs> I got a vitriola. It's always mad. It's we are screaming. the dumbest three men. Uh, there's a dumber four men somewhere, but okay. Either way, I just felt ashamed of it. And uh, you should. I, I did. Unless you're trying to get in this I, no, this bra's pants. Are you trying to get in this bra's pants? Are you trying to get in this bra's pants for two months? Not at all. And not only that, it set me up for Were never, you not trying to get never the being pants? able to have sex with her because now I'm like, oh, now she's going to well, know you, I don't have a big dick and I might not be good well, at all. you set the bar kind of yeah, no, high. But, but it, it was, I, I was trying to tell her, like, sometimes it hurts if you're having sex with somebody, so you do other things. Uh, and then I realized, oh, that's not what she's asking me. She's asking me about male sex Right. And I just decided to make it about you. About communication mm-hmm. and being a sensitive individual to the other. What is the point needs. of this? 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 I just uh, want to say I'm a douchebag and fu- fucking. Mm. For, apologizing I'm to us. Asking for forgiveness. Yeah, for you're, not so coming, you're not coming on to me. Self-centered, arrogant douche. Does she listen to this program? I just want to say to you guys, I give the best hand jobs. Okay. All right. In case you want to hang out. <laughs> we're hanging. Literally out. hang out. We're. We're. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I see that. I see what you're saying there. Alrighty. Hmm. Let's um. Do you guys hear buzzers? I just my headphones. That's the uh, helicopter outside that no one can hear except for us. Let's no, not. That's let's not, not comment on. Not at all. What I was talking about. You know, like an electronic interference. Not as many choppers overhead as there used to be. Hmm. Means that uh, that uh, the ghetto birds have less uh, business, which is good for the ghettos. Yeah. yeah. Good for the ghettos. Are you affected by the plane? Uh, the um, redesignation of the exit for Burbank no. Airport. Oh my God! Can we get more localized? Sure. They're they're changing the flight pattern. They changed out of it, and boy, small. oh boy, did I notice it immediately! And then yeah. I saw a friend of mine was posting, "Please show up at this town council meeting, and so we we're going to protest and this." And well, she just bought a house, house there. She's right underneath your flight plan. That's exactly right. She bought a house here, and a month later, they changed the flight. I plan. love it. Yeah, you know what? Tough shit. We all use airplanes. No, there there was a path that went over another neighborhood for the last twenty years. And now and they're they rejoicing it around. Uh, yes. So it goes right over me and right okay. over the hills. Yeah, well, I, I, I like that, you know, uh, I don't know. Guys, go ahead. What were you saying? Just the like, well, yeah, fuck them. It was flying over them. What? No, it's flying over me. Oh, yeah. now I have a problem with it. Yeah, uh, you yeah, of course. You that's, didn't that's, care. That's you didn't care. It's like a comedy show. You get a comedy show and you're laughing like, oh, yeah, little people. Ha ha, it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the gays. Ha ha. What yeah. do you mean, small guy, white, bald man? How dare you? Like they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. how people are yeah. Like yeah. if it affects yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring something very, very sad to the program. I know. And uh, I don't want to take uh, my time to get to it. Uh, I want to get to it. I was trying to start with something else earlier. so that we could. Oh, yeah, you want to do the levity? You, you, I get no, it. No, I get yeah. it. You want to talk about your big dick. Giant dick. You want to let all the female listeners know, and, and perhaps some of the gay ones that might have a, a fancy for the coronal thing. Uh, know that you, you know you're packing. I, I get that. <laughs> oh God, there's I, a time and place. I will never be able to have sex time with anybody who listens to the place. show because I'm going to be like, this is not the time. Of the wait place. a minute, you heard I that show? Have something very sad to talk about. Yeah, and um. Perhaps some of our listeners have heard about it. Um, I I just heard about it yesterday, actually. And it's just the fact that we live in this fucking world where a deceased dolphin can wash up on shore and the cause of death is gunshot tells me that this world... <laughs> Needs some fucking cleaning. And I'm not a religious person. Yeah. But I feel like we need a reckoning. If there's a, a guy on a boat, and I got to assume it's a guy. Because the idea of a woman a guy. Guy. holding a gun a 
and seeing Flipper yeah. swim happily with their little permagrin yep. by the boat and saying, you know what I'd like to do to that living creature? Mm-hmm. Shoot it in the head with my firirearm here. Um, it's got to be a dude. I, I just can't. I can't there's in any lo- world there's, there's imagine. So much about this that's Grishilda. so. Grishilda. What, Grishilda? Uh, Grishilda? Who where, brings what a gun on a Grishilda? boat? It was here. It was like a, I don't know where, where it happened, but they, they, the carcass like washed up on shore in Southern California. Who shoots a dolphin? Could it? Uh, just playing devil advocate. Suicide? Dolphin Possibly. Advocate. <laughs> Dolphins are really smart. Maybe one of them figured out how to fire a gun. Your joke is so much funnier than mine. I was gonna say like you know how like dolphins like all like swarm like a shark you know and we'll attack them yeah they'll batter its gills yeah until I was it's say dead about like a shark getting revenge but Mike mm-hmm. <laughs> saying it because well, is much funnier it's it's disgusting and it's sick hey, but there's a got lot of two stuff blow in, holes. there's a lot of stuff in life like that where it just makes you disheartened it makes you sad and makes you I I had that people. one of those moments I I don't I don't know how many people uh, know of the film uh, Wild at Heart. Uh, for my money, it's it's David Lynch's best movie with uh, Laura Dern and Nicolas Cage. I Is that the one that has Willem a wicked Defoe. game in the soundtrack? Yes. That's a good movie. No. It was that's a good movie. Where he I plays love, love that. Yeah, The Power of E. I love that movie so much. Yeah, that's a good movie. And there's a scene where they're just driving. They're on it because they're kind of like he decides not to. Uh, that's the song. He decides not to. Uh, he skips bail, essentially, and they just head to L.A. And... Uh, it's where you go when you skip bail on major metropolitan cities. He's sleeping in the back seat of uh, the, their convertible Cadillac. Probably not a, not much unlike your old convertible Cadillac, or your, your Cadillac that you had, Mike. And uh, she's flipping through the stations. 55. Flipping through the stations. And like all the stations just have horrible, horrible like news stories like a uh, child eaten by alligators. And then she flips to the next station and it's like a tornado took out on top. I'm not getting the exact references right. But I had one of those moments. How could you change away from the child being eaten by alligator story? She was just like, enough, enough is enough. Look up up the actual references so we could correct it. So I I was sitting at a red light and uh, I had the the, the radio on and they got through all the fire devastation that's just ravaging, uh, you know, it seems like the world, but it's it's our part of the world right now. And there's people, it's the world. uh, It's so awful. There's people like living in a tent city right now because they've been evacuated from their homes. Their homes are burnt. And now they're they're being evacuated for their evacuation uh, spot because they're going to get flooded out tomorrow. By the time this this show actually uh, is released, they might get mudded out. Do you know Nate who produces uh, Dr. Drew's podcast? I do know Nate, yes. His mom's house burnt to the ground. That's a very obscure reference that I think well, you maybe well, it's very it at home. It brings it home. We, uh, it might a close connection there. No, it took the home. It did t- take the home, and, and you know, I, I heard about uh, uh, Jesus Kate, called the home. home. Caitlyn Jenner's house got burned to the ground, so who? I mean, that's all you have to say. Caitlyn Jenner, the guy that used to be Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah. That girl that used to be Bruce. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta look that up on TMZ because I'm not sure who you're talking. I about. I feel like Caitlyn Jenner's house is uh, burned to the ground, and that, that brings it home for everybody, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, what if he rebuilt? She re- What if she rebuilds and goes, "My house is a woman now." Hmm. <laughs> Actually, when when Derek, my my, because he lives in Malibu, and mm-hmm. we were talking last week about us. Do we still uh, not know? I think it's standing. Actually, you know, we know. It's. Well, I haven't standing. talked to him a few days because he was making some uh, comments about some stuff that I didn't like, so I hung up on him, and yeah. we haven't talked, but it's fine. I, he's never been mad at me. I, I get mad at Derek all the time, but that's why we're best friends. He never gets mad at me. Um, so you're, you're friends with a wall. 
but he he told <laughs> I think me it's odd that you just hung up on someone and there's not more to it. Than no, there's no more to it. Derek's the best. Like Derek does never never gets mad at him. I'm like, do you think like, he knows that you're like mad at him? What he was saying, he knows, so I just but it doesn't bother him. him. He, he probably was bothered for thirty seconds and now he's moved on with his life. Uh, he was he was. Com- I don't want to get into particulars, but he was talking about something he talks about all the time to me, and he thinks mm-hmm. it's funny. And I was like, "Dude, look, shooting dolphins." It's about a, I. I, <laughs> dude, I'm going to go out and shoot a dolphin. I did it finally. <laughs> a few years ago, I was in a situation where I was in a dog pound, mm-hmm. and I saw a dog that I saw the the I ticket. You, meant you were at the Arsenio Hall show, and the dog was going to be murdered the next day, and mm-hmm. I wasn't there looking for. I wasn't there looking for a dog, but I saw that the the that it was going to be killed, and I'm like, and I made an impulsive decision to to adopt that dog, and then I was fostering it, and I was about to try and like you know talk about it on this show in the film vault to get it uh, fostered and to get it adopted, and then uh, Derek's wife called me up and said, "Hey, I heard you have a dog. We're looking for a dog," so they took the dog. It's been three years now, and one of Derek's favorite conversations with me is talking about how much he hates that dog and how much he hates me for forcing that dog on him Jesus. and that he wants me to take the dog back and i was not in the mood to Did talk about you're this. not the pound so i hung up on him and i said look dude hey derek I, I want to return some shit that i bought at walmart to you i said the th- i got a third of the things we talk about for the last few years has been about this fucking dog and i'm tired of it it's not the way He's it like, went yeah down. good we agree <laughs> and uh and i hung up on him and he's like I, the last thing i heard from derek was no no, no wait 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 <laughs> is there any way you can go to Derek's house, fall in the pool, and then have his wife throw the dog in, and you can both tell him that the dog pulled you out and saved your life? No, there's no, probably no way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. his his okay. neighbors, I guess, saved his Scratch house. Scratch that off the list they of saved ways. saved it? Yeah, so like most of the houses on his block are burnt down to the ground, and his is not. Uh, and, and like his neighbors had a fire hose? His neighbors, they actually, a lot of people uh, of means have like a water supply with like. Pretty pretty legit hoses and whatnot. And they so they saved their own it's house and company. they saved pretty legit hoses. They saved Derek's house as well. Where where were we going before that though? We were talking about so you murdered a dolphin. Mm-hmm. And you feel guilty. No, we were talking about something else. About about Derek and his what the hell? If his house burned down, we don't know the answer yet. We didn't know the answer, but now we know the answer. Uh is it is it going to rain tomorrow? Uh, it's supposed to, yeah, and people are going to slide out of their their temporary homes that are tents. Uh, Isn't it odd that rain down? after a fire oh. is more damaging to everything than? Well, the fire devastates, but the rain it just makes it so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do we go from? It that? gives me a new appreciation for uh, greenery. Well, and people should shrubs. if you're listening to this and you are a Malibu resident. That's confusing because you're probably far too successful to be listening to the show. But <laughs> keep an eye on your property because whatever slides onto it, it's yours. It's, yours. Finders, it's true. Creepers, that's losers, true, guys. Weavers. That is true. That's a true statement. I, see I that learned in court that someday. I don't know if I, I learned that until a judge goes, "That's his house." I now. can't wait till someone's like, "Um, Your Honor, as heard, I have on not the gotten a single disaster, email, and they're like, that's true. not anything.'" <laughs> It's true. There's you you liens, know the only way that it can work easements. out for you as the person whose house lives on someone else's property, it's just a complete wreck and a mess. And the guy's like, you need to get your fucking house off my property. And he's like, it's my house now, isn't bitch. on your property. <laughs> your house is on your property. <laughs> Damn it. What were we talking Me about? Me and the oh, wife are going good. to the Madonna Inn know? for two weeks. Do we know his house? Uh, do, do we know if it's still standing? That's where you said. And then I, I got off track. You're getting, they're moving the people out of the tent city. This all came uh, up because we were right. talking about you were listening enough, on the radio. You're on the radio. 
like the scene in Wild at Heart. Yeah, and then and they, they were just talking about, about horrible things. This makes me. Th- you you want to know something? It's like a forty-five. I honestly had. I, I'm. I honestly had a. I mean this very seriously. I told you. I think I went out to a Paramount Ranch. Maybe did I talk about it last week? Yes. No, I didn't. Yes. Did I really? Yes. And it burned down. Well, I honestly was out there, and it's gone. And it was sad, and I went. I'm really thankful that I made all those trips out here. Oh, happy a, Thanksgiving, everybody! No, but it was a it was a thing where I was like, I'm glad I did this, and it made me my perspective towards a lot of things. Like, who's that smiling asshole walking out of this? No, but even like my smoldering previous, wreckish. You know, my last, <laughs> no, but my last relationship. I <laughs> you know so even that I kind of went. You know what? That was four great years. Mm. And I was like appreciative of mm. that things don't last forever. They all burn to the ground mm. eventually. So you're saying the, the time re- destroys the, all the real fire that rejuvenates the land is in my heart and has has ignited a metaphorical fire. Time is in you. Time is weird because it, it destroys all, but also heals all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really destroy all. Does it, it? destroy time destroys everything. Yeah. That, that's the your main health, message starting with, with your health, your memory, irreversible entropy, like, baby. Uh, Mm. Time just destroys everything. Entropy right? and entropoop. Those everything, are the two things. Everything you know and love Time in, is in so the world important. You're just going to let that go destroyed by? Destroyed by... I didn't hear your poop joke. <laughs> what was it? You heard it. I didn't. Entropy? Entropoop? <laughs> it's an entropy and it just doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't I, matter. I heard it, I guess. I heard it. It doesn't matter. Uh, guys, we can we can just continue to... to yeah. I uh, I just did the, the film vault before yeah. I came here. Why? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a delightful show that i do weekly with my buddy brian and uh we talk films and it's a service it is a service uh you know we talk about movies and uh point out ones that are worth watching and maybe we tear some down that you don't want to waste your time with or money on mm-hmm. uh but i was able to get through it gleefully uh and and uh everything went uh, as planned as far as i could tell until the very end when i mentioned uh, what I'm what I'm going through right now, and I was able to to muster the the strength and the grin, and just get through that show without. I actually went. I was more happy probably on that show than I have been in in a long time, which is weird. I guess I was just faking it really good. Uh, but I said at the end, uh, I'm I'm about to go to the after disaster, and one of the reasons because I, I got a bunch of shit from some. Not that many people, but uh, I talk about stuff on this show that I don't talk about on the on the film ball yeah. and and keep it that way. Like movies and stuff. I talked about like the American film market, right? For, yeah, yeah. for when a are you while. gonna squeeze a dolphin being shot in the head into the film ball. And people got pissed that I didn't spend more time talking about the American Speaking film market. Speaking of a dolphin's tail. On on the on the film vault, but like we we talked about it for like forty five minutes on the show, probably right? Yeah. We yeah. laughed, we yeah. came back to it. Tell like, them if they want the good stuff to listen yeah. to the good that's show. That's what right, I try right. and do. And to join Patreon. So I was mentioning that uh point at the end of uh, uh the, the the film vault and then I, I said uh, you know, I'm about to go, and here's a great example, I'm about to go do the After Disaster, and I'm going to talk about stuff probably on that show uh, that I can't bring up on this show because I would have not been able to get through this show and talk mm-hmm. about movies because yeah. I'm talking about shit that's going on in my own life. And But I'm I'm feeling distracted and happy right now, so maybe we just continue. I don't know. I don't, no, I, we can't. This is, this, is, um, this is a big deal, and it's uh, very much After Disaster related. I, I seem to think so, and I think I think there's a chance that I might be able to get through it just fine. But there's also a chance that I might have to like drop this mic and run outside for a minute. You don't have to. I'll just find some tissues. I don't want to. Just... He's gonna jack off. Is this is this my mic? <laughs> yeah, Are we sure this is my mic? Jack off. <laughs> he's gonna get so excited. That Are he's we sure this have... is? 
my microphone. And you guys like, don't take this the wrong way, but I have to jack that, off. Guys, right that joke's gonna be really funny when you. In, in hindsight when? oh yeah when you every out. joke I say is always gonna be funny at some point later <laughs> somewhere along the line <laughs> well, <we're laughs> we need some kind of brilliant mathematician editor to take all the, the last 450 episodes and somehow resync them piece, piece the setup with the joke yeah well this one will be easy we're like halfway through so I think it's yeah we can take the jump off the off the off the metaphorical ledge all right. Well, I, and and I, I might I might be fine. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I wasn't fine for the last twenty seconds of the film vault. I can tell you that. But I also sat in traffic for the last forty five minutes, and my mind's did in you, a different place. Did you get out the catchphrase, or did I, did Brian have to do it? I did it. I did it. Was it hard? Uh, what did it sound like? Did it sound like Howard Dean. Little little Howard <laughs> Deanish. Yeah. <laughs> I I did. So. I did the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, and there's, there's n- no, no, no exaggeration there at all. Um, and Mike was there with me, and I, Mike, I, I don't know if you know, but it's like the nicest. Oh, fuck, I'm not gonna do this. It was, it was, um, it was um, <laughs> devastating. It was devastate. It was really de- even I'm. I feel bad for Ty. Ty. Because I don't know if he knows. I know, because he can't conjure up fake tears. Like how bad this could get. <laughs> it was... <sighs> Stanley, I was probably a little, maybe too attached to Stanley for a very long time. And uh, fuck, I don't want to do like 20 minutes talking like this. Let's go back to Dolphin talk something sweet. Let's talk about <laughs> dolphins getting shot in the head. It was... um. It was devastating, and I... Stanley, I had to put Stanley down on Saturday. It... Um, I don't know if I was in denial about it for too long. Jillian seems to think so. Um, but he, his, his health, as as I was talking about on the show, you know, yeah. wasn't great. Like, that's what happens with fucking dogs. I mean, yeah. and people, and, you know, and things happen, and uh, I was... He got diagnosed with early onset uh, kidney disease, uh, probably a, a year or so ago. I mean, I'm, uh, what's most interesting about this whole thing probably is just how the human mind works, and uh, especially overactive minds. And I guess I'm, I'm cursed with one of those. Uh, but I've been doing really weird shit since he's been gone, guys. So first, first of all, I just want to talk about just real quick, in case it's not known to, to people who listen, known. To people who listen to this program, uh, <laughs> Stanley was the first dog that I, I I've ever taken care of, and the first thing that I've ever actually been solely in charge of. Like I've had you know family pets, like we've all had them, but yeah. I got Stanley back in 2007, and uh, the story of getting Stanley was an amazing story to begin with. Like I, Jillian and I were going to look for a dog at the biggest kill sh- shelter in in LA County. Uh, Baldwin Baldwin Park. They have a dolphin wing. They have a whole dolphin wing with nothing but gunshots to the flippers. Uh no, they mostly chihuahuas and uh and and uh, pit bulls as you, you Which might one imagine. Which one is it? Where is it? In Baldwin Park. Oh. And we were running late and I was lost and I was getting very mad. It was before smartphones. 
and she kind of said, "We're almost there. Just find it." We're like far. It's like forty-five minutes outside of LA. Long story short, we found it like an hour before they closed. I went in. I walked up and down all the aisles, and that corny thing that you hear all the time. You know, I didn't pick my dog. My dog picked me. Like Stanley fucking who saved me. who rescued who. Stanley picked me. There was probably four hundred dogs in this place, and Stanley was in a little pin uh, in a little you know cage with all the like all, like all the dogs were. But he was in there with two like white uh, poodles, and these poodles were like rambunctious and trying to hump each other. And this little scrawny dog was just staring at me with these eyes. And I walked up and down all the aisles twice. And when I walked past his the second time, he was still staring at me. And he just if if he could talk, I could hear him almost in my head saying, "Get me the fuck out of here! These dogs suck." And I said, and "Hey, I'd like to flashback to all your times at the county when you're like someone." It was before <laughs> I was just <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think I'd only been in jail once. When the I story was. would be even more amazing if Stanley actually said, "Get me the fuck out of here," and then you spent the next eleven years trying to uh, get him to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> That would be pretty great. No and, one and very it. frustrating and disappointing. So I got him out. Uh, I walked him around. He was a really skittish dog. The first six months I had him, he was just really, really skittish. He had obviously been abused. They said he was two years old. I'm thinking he was more like maybe as old as five or six, which would make his time of death as old as 18. Yeah. Uh, it could be as young as like 13 or 14. I don't think he voted yet. But I brought him home with me and... Uh, as many of you know, because, you know, if you listen to the show, like he was my, he went everywhere. With he me. was like a part of this show and he was me. a part of Loveline even Absolutely. more so than this. He was there every single And night. I've been obsessing about like why I'm so, because it sounds awful and I, a lot of what this grieving has, has been, he, he I put him down Saturday and it's, today's Tuesday and I'm still, you know, every day has gotten a little bit better, but I, I started, you know, just having breakdowns. Um, I guess a week ago today was the day that I realized, fuck, I have to make an appointment and I probably have to watch my little man die. And I've been doing tons of math and and obsessing, and my OCD is back, like really, really bad. The OCD is really, really guys. When you say doing math, what do you mean? Doing math, like I think I might have spent more time with stanley than any other living thing in my life because i had him for 11 plus years and a lot of those days right. was 24 hours a day i was with yeah. him for a yeah. lot of days like he came with me everywhere and the only time that i would leave him is when i went to the gym and a lot of the time like i want to go to the gym for six months so those six months i was with him 24 hours a day and then sure i was with my parents but they you know my mom worked nights and my dad worked and i went to school and you know i i think that i might have been around stanley more than any other living creature in my life and even my wife you know i've been living with her for 10 years uh but she goes to work i go to work you know we, we we're hey, separated sand to the beach right right so i think that's what? part of the problem i'm so enmeshed i was so enmeshed with stanley and he was the first thing that i was ever proud of like he's not me but he like he's the because yeah. he was the most chill little Chihuahua that I mean, people the amount of celebrities that tried to steal your dog so many people Stanley like, has pro- realistically who this was has it? Oh, nothing to do with it Joe tried to probably has met more celebrities than any other dog ever he he was just so docile right? he never barked and you could like you know hold him like a baby mm-hmm. um he, so, was, he was truly a, a spectacular dog 
And I realized that I'm never going to have anything like him again. And he's everywhere. And like he just haunts me in my house because I'm a stay-at-home dad now. And I, I'm, I'm, even though he hasn't been Stanley for the last year and a half, you know, he's been snarly and just a cranky yeah. old man. And hey, it's been heartbreaking. Did, when did Stan Lee die? Like uh, a few days before Stan Lee did. That is weird, right? <laughs> but, guys, I'm, I don't want to say I'm losing my mind, but I am. I haven't. So he's getting he's getting cremated, and there's been a few times where I've picked up the phone because I want to see what the, the what, what the process is, but I can't bring myself to make the phone call. What because, do you mean you want to see what the pro, what the process? Because they say is. we can call. That's part part of the thing with this company that I chose. Like I can call and see. Because I, Tyler, when we, I don't want I don't want to get into the particulars, but when we put him down, Mike was there, and um, I actually got a company, and it, it's money that I don't have that I shouldn't be spending, but I had to because you know when else you going to do it? Yeah. They actually came in a van and they. Put him in a gold little plating him in a little <laughs> no, not gold plating. <laughs> they put him in a little doggy bag. No doggy body bag. They didn't. I did. You Anderson did it all himself. He put him in the bag. He zipped the bag up. It was it was it was wild hard to watch. And then he tried to fight two guys on the street. So here's the funny thing: a grief is like funny, right? And like there's all these different things with grief. It's really not that funny, but and. One of them is anger, and I don't know if you, like, right after they, uh, right after she did the thing, uh, so my vet walks in, and she knows me, I've been going to her for a while, and she knows, so I, we usually talk about Atticus, you know, life and whatnot, and when she saw me in my state, she said, is this the first pet you've had to put down? And I'm like, no, it's the fourth, but I've never had to put Stanley But I like the other Stanley one, I like the other ones, yeah. yeah. And just, just for the record, the vet's pretty attractive. And she, <laughs> she says, uh, what does she say? Got me off. Wait, I, well, t- so Mike, you're one for two at being at. Uh, he him? got to stay in for yeah, this one. You didn't, didn't get kick kicked out, out this time. Did not get kicked out this time. So right after she said those w- words that will haunt me probably forever, which is he's gone, which are these standard words that you say, you know, <sighs> that, was and so, I was, that was so hard, and I was looking right at the way she did it, and it was just, it was like sh- a shock. Like she gave him. It the shouldn't shots. have been a, a shock because know, we but, knew what the you, shot was I know, for. But she gave him the shots, and then she put the stethoscope on his chest, and it was like seconds later. She just went, "He's gone," and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was and the I weirdest was like, thing, Tyler, because like, he wasn't gone. He was still warm as can be. His yeah. eyes were yeah. open. And so I immediately get furious, which is so weird because like I, I went there, I paid these people money to kill my dog, which is yeah. a huge part of the whole thing because it's the first time I've ever had something that I've taken care of my entire life or his yeah. entire life yeah. or the entire life that I've had him. And then I have to actually make the appointment to go in there how, and kill him. How long was how long were you in the back of your head knowing that you need to do this, but you didn't want to? Probably Tuesday, and then we did it Saturday, and... It was actually scheduled for Monday, but, but had I no had to go in earlier because he was in such. He just stopped eating. He was dry heaving. I was if sleeping. If you would have seen him, him no, it was I, not. But you're saying I'm saying he that. wasn't the same. But Mike, I'm still in my head numerous times during the day. I'm thinking I could have like got him some kind of IVs and like, get him food that way, you know, nutrition, and I probably could have got him back to like you know normal weight and 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 i probably could have got another month or two out of him which is so fucking selfish jillian thinks i should have put him down like in april and i might have kept him longer than i should have i think you kept him pretty long i i mean when when you got in the car with him i was like oh that is not the same dog but what's really great is he was he he went through dementia like i dealt with my dad 
That was what I was going to say. I was going to, I feel so guilty because I'm so much more wrecked by this than, than I was when my dad died. Yeah. And that's a, a whole nother a, guilt. Yeah. But you had an incredibly level. more complex, difficult relationship with your father than, than your aunt. Well, that would insinuate that the, he, part of him was happy his dad died. I, no. I mean, it was just, but you also saw your I dad. I was relieved when my dad went. Yeah. Because because my dad was told ins- me when he was in good health that he wanted me to kill him with a gun if he ever got <laughs> to the point that he was at. Like, well before the point that he ultimately got at. So I, I, I would felt like to be at the trial when you're explaining your dad told you to do it. And we're like, oh, your honor, we have a podcast to do and he can't do it from jail, prison. Actually, you, you've got to hear our Skype episodes. We are terrible at figuring it out. <laughs> so so she, the she judge says, listens and comes back. OK, I'm going to give him probation <laughs> and I'm a five dollar patron. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we should be able to kill our, our parents if they want to be put down. If, uh, if, if before they get to a certain point, which my dad asked me to do, and I'm like, Dad, I'm not going to do that. But he's like, if I ever get here, which was long before he got there, but he didn't want to be alive if he was at the point that he it's, anyway. a, it's a very confused, it's a very uncomfortable state to be in, knowing that this little guy has depended on you all this time, and you're, now my dad? you're making a choice. Yeah, it was weird. So back to Stanley. I, I think it's the power dynamic is different, too. Well, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. denying who's the alpha dog in the relationship. I've been trying to figure out like why Stanley is affecting me, other than the fact that I loved him to death. He was my favorite animal yeah. I've ever come in contact with. I think with, that's a pretty we valid reason right there. Constantly together, but still, like it's it's kind of weird to me that I'm having so much more of a, a, a difficult time than I did when my dad died. And Jillian's questioning that. She's like, I, well, maybe I, I'm, Stanley I'm surprised was your by muse for creativity and now you're bone dry. I, uh, it, that to, would be upsetting. To me, so I've only known you, what, we met 2008, end of 2008, beginning of 2009. Yeah. Uh, so I've only known you in probably the, I guess what would you call the, like the down phase of your dad's life. Right. You know, but from every, from discussions we've had in, off mic and discussions have had on mic it's clear like you you like you love your dad you took care of him but like you also saw what he did to your like your family unit family unit right. was ir- like i don't want to say irreparably but like definitely your family dynamic was greatly affected yes. by what your father yes did and there's a lot of grudge there so i think that I, I think as much as you love him, you have this love for all your other the, the other members of your family, and maybe that I don't know how exactly to phrase it, but like that's not going to help with his he, guilt, by the way. Of feeling, but worse your for father Stanley. made his own decisions that did things. Yes, that were, that's that's that, that's yeah. true. That's a, absolutely true, Tyler, and that's why I think I have more. Um, sympathy for animals because they have less choice than than humans do. And humans, a lot of time, like they reap what they sow and they, they make their yeah. bed and all that shit. And Plus, I, also, like, Stanley never wronged you. He never really wronged me until like he didn't the last... wrong you. He didn't wrong the people that you love, the other people that in your life yeah. that took care of you. The, yeah, the last the last nine months of his life, he was really crotchety. He would try and bite me all the time and, and snarl at me. Which I, we saw a side of Stanley. I don't think you ever had to see it, Tyler, but like. I just try and pet him when he was in his little crate. Oh fuck the crate! And I had to throw the crate away, and it's in the recycler. And every time I pull up in the the, the driveway because the trash hasn't been taken out yet, I see the fucking crate that I would deal with with him in it. Yeah. And all over my house, I just look at like at any corner of my house. I've seen Stanley in at one point or another, you know, and I just see him fucking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, I I can forgive myself a little bit with the whole you know Stanley versus my dad thing, but at the same time, it's weird. Like I, I like I'm one of those people that doesn't care about humans as much as dogs. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true either. But I think you know, I think everybody deals with loss differently, and I don't. Not all losses are the same. The, the how you're gonna feel when your mom eventually goes is gonna be yeah. completely different. You're not gonna be like, oh man, did I like my dog more than my mom? Yeah. I think. You're allowed to feel however you feel. So I've lost friends. I've lost my dad, and you know I've lost a lot of kids at camp and whatnot. But the difference with them and Stanley is they weren't a constant. And like when I lose a friend, I and a every, positive constant. He was a positive constant. You a said positive constant. Yes. When I lose a friend, like uh, like every week or two weeks, whatever, or whatever kind of correspondence I have with them, I after they die, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna call my friend up and see how he's doing. Oh, I can't. Right. Or like I see a movie, like oh, I can't wait to talk to my friend BJ. But oh, I can't. He's dead. But with Stanley, I thought about that little fucker at least twice an hour, no matter where I was. If I was at home, I'd think about him all the time because he was right there. Right? So it was just it's just called. So back to the actual event, and I'm actually pretty happy that I'm doing okay right now. This is this is huge strides yeah, yeah, for me yeah. right now, guys. You, you might be able to stop doing math. Oh, the math has been going on, and and I'm like beautiful about, mind. Are you like riding about dates, obsessing about dates. Like I'm looking at pictures, going, "Oh my god, he was alive, and he was doing this right then." And, and every single first thing that I did, the, the, the day after he died, like that first 24 hour period, first time I had to feed the dogs. Yeah. What are the dogs? First saying? two times, they don't seem to notice at all. Well, then they're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> don't exactly. be yourself about your exactly. Dad. Exactly. <laughs> But every like the first twenty four hour period was was the hardest, and I was reliving the day before, or you know, sure. to 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 its detail. Because I for, for the last like four days of his life, I just carried. I took him to the dog park with my dogs and Atticus, and I carried him around. Yeah. And I was it was the weirdest thing. I was just sitting on a bench, and Atticus was running around, and he got mauled by a dog a couple times. <laughs> it sucked. And I had to get up and run over there. But and then my other two dogs were like wandering around and getting lost. And I was just sitting there watching all the people. And there was like a breeze in the air. And I was holding Stan. I got video of it. And um, I was just crying. And uh, this dude comes over. He's like, "Oh, I thought that was a baby at first, and then I saw it was a dog." And then he thought I was crying. And oh. He just stopped. Oh, and he kept walking. Oh, shouldn't have engaged. Oh. So uh, yeah, we spent about an hour there, and I could. St- he was like smelling stuff, and you know, he's smelling the air. And I try and put him on the ground, and he would kind of fall over a little bit. Um, all right, so back to the actual moment by moment. So she says he's gone, and I'm, I'm guys, this is great that I can actually say this right now, and because I also feel like I'm, Jillian's home all week, she's on vacation, and I just I'm I'm a fucking husk of a human being. Like I I keep just breaking down and crying, and then I'll fake it. I'll be like, hey, what do you guys want to do? And then I'll go in the other room. Nothing and feels crying. worse than that, like that cheap mask you put on of yeah. like, I'm yeah. fine, it's all fine, oh, I'm great. <laughs> so she says he's gone, and um, she says stay in the room as long as you'd like. And Stanley's just lifeless now on the uh, on the that cold silver you know metal fucking table that all vets have and he's on his little blanket that i brought him in on and mike's just staring at the ceiling or mike has been like documented in a lot of this which is kind of cool and awful but knowing that i have the last moments with stan on you know some kind of memory do we so we made our own last man's with odin i've actually had lots of thoughts about you're not gonna want to see this footage it's crushing yeah, I but I I've been until thinking it's a on lot. the big screen. I've been thinking a lot about maybe doing something with that, but we'll talk about that off there. If you guys don't know, go. Uh, if you guys need to cry, go I've been doing a lot of watch. thinking, and I've actually written an entire five minute short that yeah. involves all of it. 
I need, his... I need you to sign a release too. <laughs> but I need to talk to you about that too because it might be too you know, stepping on your toes a little bit with some of your stuff. But I even have the uh, the name of it. I don't know if I should say it out loud. Last man's will stand. How long did it take you to come up with that? No, it's it's different and it's good and it's got a rhyme in it. All right, so can you guys? I got got to tell you, I did not get a lot of the horrible footage because I was too uncomfortable. But I did get some. You got Mike's the Mike's the photographer. Mike's the videographer in uh, in Vietnam. Like as as the war breaks out, you're just filming this. You're like, ah, just what a beautiful sunset. Yeah. I've I've been I've been accused of that before, of of, of missing things because Vietnam? I lost interest or something. Mm. I mean, there was a time on the Burt movie where something happened, and everyone's like, "Why didn't you get that?" And I'm like, "There's a, a skunk running through the park." <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, "There's a skunk running through the parking lot," and they're like, "We were talking to that woman about Burt Reynolds." I'm like, "But there's a skunk out there." I think they have, a, like, they have a point. What the fuck? And I, I was, was like, "Yeah." I was driving to work the other day, and a you remember Pizza Rat? Remember that big like uh, phenomenon in New York? There was a rat dragging a piece of pizza up the stairs yeah. of the subway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's how I think the closest that I'll get to seeing a pest carrying a, a, a snack like that it was a, a squirrel was running across the street with an entire bagel in its mouth. Wow. It's like that's pretty wow. cool, bud. How would they even know that that's food when they like nuts so much? It might have been a Jewish squirrel. Got it. Um, you know, that is like one of the weirdest. That's one of the weirdest stereotypes. Like Jews love bagels. Yeah, er, everyone loves bagels. Everyone loves bagels. (laughs) That you know, I always thought that when when people like make racist comments of black people and fried chicken, anything. Yeah, I'm like, what's better than watermelon and fried chicken? Like, who doesn't like that? Why is it always food? Every time I leave, I come back. It's food because we're hungry. Well, because it's nutrition. We need nutrition. I know. I was supposed to make grilled cheese sandwiches tonight. I think we'll be postponing that till next week. Do it next time. Yeah. Guys, this is, um, so speaking of thank pickles. You, thank you very much for uh, putting up with this. And it's actually not nearly as bad as I. Putting up I, with I, I got to tell you, honestly. And I, and I I've think been I looking said, forward to this because it feels like, like once it's said on the show for me in my life, like it becomes real and done and like, it processed almost. Because I've been looking into mental health uh, specialists and I was going to actually sit down with somebody. And maybe I'm jumping the gun, but I feel like maybe after this, I don't need to. Because I'm, no, I'm going to go to, go to my I'm woman. I'm shocked at how well her. I'm getting through don't this. I with my therapist. I was uh, anticipating, you know, blubbering and, and crying yeah. and, and slobbering into the microphone and I was concerned. Uh, but I'm. It's, this is good. I, I really think, I think um, that has EMDR is... I'm not going to do EMDR. Well, you for, should do it, Stanley. Man. You should do it. I would like That's to good. process Stanley and not you know fast forward through it. So, okay. The the funny huh? stuff. I don't want to fast forward. It's, EMDR you're not makes fast you fast forward. It's taking away some of the pain. You remember I don't. I, I, can, I can deal with... I, I should... Well, unless it's affecting like, you know, having consequences. Do you want me to do a session with you right now? I'll pull out the machine. What sucked was uh, the week before... Uh, I had to be a stay-at-home dad. Jillian was at work, and I was just breaking down and crying, and and, and, and taking care of Atticus and Stanley and the other two dogs, and, and th- that was tough. What did Attic? Did Attic do think Like, there's a couple times where like he was saying, "Daddy's sad." Oh God, yeah. I know. I've um, I've had that, and or like when and then he would see Stanley, and he'd be like, "Sick, he's yeah. sick." The word, the do word. not say it because I'm not going to name drop, and this is probably not per. What were we, we going to say? What? 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 No name drop. What? Um, but Paul McCartney. When a friend of mine who you've met um when his like closest friend died he texted me and he goes i can't stop crying and my daughters are freaking out about yeah what's wrong with me yeah and they're just like well, what's wrong with you 
I was afraid Stan Lee was going to get on to the a point. private plane going to Hawaii. But you well, know. he was the pilot. They were worried that he was. I had legitimate <laughs> concerns that Jillian was going to be at work. I don't even want to get in the Anderson Cowan Uber car after the. What's the Anderson Cowan Uber? No, car? if you were an Uber driver after this episode, I'm like, I'm not riding with that guy right now. What? Because they didn't want to ride with their crying pilot. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. I was. I, yeah, I can't fall. Unless he's crying for a good reason. Like he's so happy he got his license back. I had a real concern that. Um, while Jillian was at work, Stanley was going to take a turn. Like you know, I, I've I've had to put pets down where they're, they're hyperventilating and like you know it's just like you have to do it now or you're going to watch them die as in, in, while suffering. And I was afraid I was going to have to like rush Stanley to like the nearest like place to kill your animal with Atticus. And what do I do? Like talk to the receptionist? Will you hold? You know, hang out with my two year old while yeah, I go I back him and to see kill me my in this condition. He, can you imagine if Atticus was no, there? No, with, it wouldn't have been seeing what you There's saw. No reason he needed to be there for that. I mean, Mike saw like the most intense version of my grieving that anyone's probably ever seen. It was so right after she says he's gone, I she says take as long as you want in this room. They were about to close, like they closed at one. It was like twelve forty-five, and she says take as long as you want in this room. I said thank you. And as soon one as she o'clock, left, oh, they got a yeah, fucking tea time. Saturday, Christ. Saturday. And uh, they put they brought a little tissue box in, and I, I remember <laughs> I got the furious. coldest vet in the world. Uh, you got to wrap this up. I got a tea time at one fifteen. I got furious with a tissue box, and like I remember, I don't know if you noticed, but I, I, knocked, I saw it. I got I saw furious it. with that because I, I was on the same table as Stanley. How dare you yeah. be on the same st- yep. table as, yep. as my life with Stan? Fucking corporate America trying to get in on this. And I was like trying to <laughs> Kleenex people want in on this action. I wrapped up his little body Big tissue, and I, uh, I I I I picked him up. Oh, first she came in. She gave him a ketamine. She gave him like special K yeah. and Valium. Yeah. Like she gave him a shot, which he did not like. It hurt him a lot in his little ankle. Mm. And then I'm holding him, and then he became like all of a sudden he had life, and he was like awake because he was comatose almost yeah. before that. And then like he wanted out. Remember he was like yeah. trying to get out of my oh, arms, and yeah. so I put him around the ground, and he fell right over. I'm like maybe he wants to go out and smell the grass one last time. So I took him out. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, it was um. It it was it 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 was very very. So by the time I took him outside to smell the grass, he um he was he was feeling the effects of the special K. Yeah. So then I brought him back in, and oh my god, and I had this guilt. I haven't told you anyone this yet, but I'm sitting there and I'm holding him and I'm talking to you and I'm crying and then I'm like we're talking about normal stuff because we're sitting in the room for probably a half hour before anyone comes in uh-huh. and it's like frosted glass so every time oh, when yeah. we first got in there every time someone would walk oh, by you're I'd like, like this is it this is it yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I told Mike that. It was straight out of a scary movie. Like, every I'm time like, a shadow would yeah, go yeah, like a glass. And like, like, you oh, have no say. Oh, no, oh, it's not no. like you can tell the doctor, uh, we'll give us another 20. Actually, I probably could have, but I felt like I wasn't really in a place. Like, this will be my last, as soon as someone opens that door, this is my last 30 seconds with Stan. Right, right, right. So, then, no one was coming in, and You're I- You're like, are we going to get the show on the My road? back started hurting really badly, because I'm sitting in one position, because I don't want to disturb Stan, and then I, I caught myself, I'm just talking to Mike, you know, and I'm- I'm petting Stan, just constantly petting him, and scratched him right where he likes, and he's he's reacting like in the best possible way. He's having a really good, like last few moments, which I'm making sure of. But then I'm, my back is like throbbing, and then I, I caught myself a few times going, "When the fuck is someone going to come in?" I'm like, "No, I don't want them to come in." <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like yeah. an asshole. <laughs> so I knock the. He's gone. She says he, he's gone. I knock the tissue box off. I wrap him up in the little blanket that I got, and. uh Put on my sunglasses again because I'm just I'm just a mess. And I, uh, Mike and I go outside, and um, and then I see the cremation place like van come up, and they go out in the back, 
I, I see them pull into the back of the, the building. So I'm like, all right, Mike, we have to go back inside. I'm crying and I'm holding Stan. We're walking through the the bowels of the vet's office. And there's people got, everywhere. Yeah, and I'm we like just started bypassing. walking through. Like. So we go out to the back and they're not out there. And like, I don't see the van anywhere. And Stan's still like warm. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking and, and his eyes are still open. There's also people there that are happy because they're adopting pets or something. I'm imagining like as you guys are walking through the hall, like a oh, big golden retriever is like jumping up. Yes, there was. I think there was exactly a golden retriever. Yeah, that's exactly. There was a dude there documenting people and their dog and they were all smiling. I didn't notice the documentation. That guy with the camera. I didn't see a guy with the camera yeah. except for you. Maybe there was he wasn't exception. there when you were there, but what when I went out to go check the meter, yeah. he was in there like shooting these people, and they were all happy, and their dog was jumping uh, around. And I didn't see that. So then we go back in the. Uh, they're like, "Oh, uh, Anderson, that guy." It's like, like it's like if you had a business that had funerals and weddings. It's kind of like it's sexy. like a hospital. It's like a hospital where yeah. you got like a death ward and the, yeah. the the nursery. So they're like, "Oh, Rainbow Bridge is here." I'm like, "So I talked to the guy. The guy couldn't have been nicer. He yeah. was great. He was and, super uh, sympathetic and he was super cool about it." And I I, I gotta say, gotta and I said this that. before, but <laughs> he you better be super sympathetic in that yeah. business. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a tea time too. Is like, just throw it in the back. Um, you handled this like a man. And I did I not. I was you sobbing. No, besides the sobbing uncontrollably, part. Michael. So? But, but the, the idea that you drove your this dog that you, you love so much. Well, I mean, you know you what I mean. Me that you did it. That you that you went there and then, like, I was kind of surprised when you put him in the bag and and zipped it up. I, I don't want somebody else handling him. In the, the, the last, but it was like it. It felt like we were in like, and like, the war, I... and you were like insisting on doing your friend like. Yeah, like, so I said, can, t- I, can you, you know, be the blanket? And he said, "Yeah, you can be the blanket." Yeah, it was. Um, and I had to zip it. Yeah, it was. It was really hard, and and then the van pulled away. <laughs> that little gurney they actually—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous because he's a dog. But it's like they do all the same stuff they yeah. would do for a human. So yeah. they put him on a little gurney. They make sure that no other dogs are in the van. It's just yeah. it. Yep. And he, and he locked. They like seat belted in. Is it like? Are they? Do they? Do they do the like? Sorry for your loss. Like, are they? He like gave a, me a little card with a fucking prayer on it, which yeah. I am so ashamed that I read. And the prayer mm-hmm. kind of we could have read it earlier because it was on the wall, but it was too much. It's writing. a different. It's a different prayer. I think. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's his some own. Kind He's of been working on some on the side. Fantasy world where they go to go like leap through meadows until I die, and then they smell me and they come running across the rainbow bridge to me. It's like, but I, I understand how much like religion brings comfort and i wish that yeah. i had more religion yeah. i believe in a rainbow bridge so mike and i are now and i light a cigarette and i got my sunglasses on and i'm sobbing still and mike and i are walking and talking and i said well you just walk with me mike and mike i don't know what Looks i'd like, be doing uh, the meter's running out i don't know what i'd be doing if 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 i wasn't i was planning on driving there by myself and i don't know what would have happened if i was there by myself uh but mike and i are walking and Mike's being great. I mean, I can we just walk down here a little bit? And the van pulls away. And, that's and I've got the camera in your face. I don't think you do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was trying to be respectful in a way. So we're walking, and uh, I already had the run-in with the Kleenex box, right? Yeah, fuck Which that I box, didn't, man. Which I didn't expect. Who do you think you are? And I Kleenex this, dude. We're on Ventura Boulevard, right? And mm-hmm. there's, you know, businesses and stuff. And uh, I see these two, like, younger guys walking out of this place i don't even know it's like a rug store or something and they're walking to like you know to the meter to put money in the meter and i realize that i'm like a grown man crying walking with mike and god knows what we look like walking down ventura boulevard 
with me sobbing and uh and and I'm I'm I see these two like middle aged uh, younger dudes actually they're probably twenties walking on the street and in my head I didn't tell Mike this at the time but in my head I'm hoping that they look at us and say something I'm hoping they say what the fuck you faggots doing I'm hoping yeah, they there say was a lot something of because I wanted nothing more than to beat the fuck out of these two guys who had nothing to do with anything but they're, i there's like oh those are some nice rugs primal rage inside of me and i just want to like unleash it on someone thank what god to you guys this crying man just beat the <laughs> shit out of us for no reason <laughs> so much rage inside of me we there's were going, no point to we were it going to make sure the the, the afghan would fit <laughs> in the back of our coop I, I it's it's fucking scary how uncontrollable the, the human mind can be in, in times of, of, of like extremities I guess extremes and, and so guys <clears throat> a couple of the side effects this is the saddest I've ever been without a doubt I've, I've had horrible breakups we all have right we, I've had my heart broken like into, and, and I'm the one who broke up and still I'd be the one who's really really I think a lot of us can understand I'm that I'm with you on that one man but it it's not like this is so different because with with that like those people aren't dead there's still hope or there's still you know things could still happen there's nothing that's going to bring stanley back well, no, i'm like, never going to hold that little man again i'm never gonna have him in my life again i'm never yeah. gonna wake up i'm never gonna feed him again i'm never gonna do anything for fucker again yeah it's just the hope is fucking dead and as as bad as like heartbreak is like nothing compares to this no and what I want to say is, like, if you have an animal, if you have a pet, if they're old, I've been really beating myself up about, like, the last year and a half of his life, especially since Atticus has come. And I, I, I think that, you know, I neglected him a little bit, but he wasn't the same dog, and we had different routines and whatnot. But I would still pet him probably 10 times a day every time I'd walk by him, which is, I'm stay-at-home dad. I'd, I'd be walking by him all throughout the day. He'd always be right on our foot. I'd have to step over him, around him, but I'd always stop and say, hey, Stan, and i pet him. Usually he'd let me. Sometimes he'd give me the shit. Uh, usually he was just looking for food. He became nothing. Nothing mattered to him except for food towards the end, which is weird because he, he never cared He'd about love food the before. Part of the podcast when you get up to go to the bathroom, we he would <laughs> love that. Really go into food talk, racist if, food talk. If you if you if you have a dog any age, just take. I, I I if I have any guilt, which I do have a lot of guilt, I feel like I maybe took him a little bit too much for granted. I sit outside and I just think. That's I normally I'd, I'd see I'd, I'd be sitting at this table right now outside where I do a lot of my work when Atticus is sleeping and Stanley would be sitting in the doorway like, uh, right by my bedroom and he'd just be staring at me and I'd be like, hey, Stan, and I he's not there anymore. It's Sydney has the same markings and I thought I saw him a few times, but it's Sydney. And yeah, you're gonna have to dye her pink or something. I I might have to. I went into my like my, a stripe down the back. I went in my office and I have this little thing hanging which I hadn't even noticed in months, but it's uh, a picture of Stan and it says best friend and his little house and he's just he's hanging right by my computer. I, I I didn't even notice it for months and now it's like fuck right in my face. But all right, last couple of days, give me give me a break because it's only been forty eight hours. But here are some of the things. Uh, I, bargaining is part of the grieving process right and i didn't even know this until after these things happened like trying to get good deals but i started imagining uh like, like what if they didn't charge me loving squirrel what if they didn't charge me 90 dollars to kill my dog that'd be great what if they yeah, charged me yeah, 10 yeah, no yeah. not that kind 85. of 85 <laughs> um i this is all like within the first 24 hours i was doing this in my head uh would i give up my left hand 
to have Stanley in my life for the rest of my life. A young, vibrant, fun-loving Stan goes with wow. me everywhere. Would I give up my left hand? Absolutely, yes. These, these are dumb I gotta things. I got to say that I have a feeling the minute that wish was granted, you would regret it. I would pet him with my nub and be happy as fuck. If, if I could have him for the rest of my life and he wouldn't become sick. What about when Atticus wants to play catch? Yeah. I got and a right hand. And you've got a Jim Abbott it. I could Jim Abbott. I'd watch a lot of video of Jim Abbott doing but that. But then later, Atticus gets into car racing, and when you're on the uh, track, you get your your other hand caught in the door, and you have to take that That's hand That's a off. very specific yeah. I'm just example. saying. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm playing Dolphin's Advocate. What if something happens to one of Julian's dogs, and she's like, I need you to give up your other hand? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I guess we're just getting divorced. I didn't say right hand. I said left hand. Okay. Only one. Uh, homeless for I a month. I see like a pinky. No, left hand. I would do left hand. You, this you is know what? within you, the first 24 hours. I don't know about right now. I might what? rethink it. I got to say that the good news is you're probably not going to need that left hand because you're going to be doing you're going to be doing the touring circuit with the dog that lives forever. Mm. And how I brought him back because I cut off my left hand. Yeah, that would be. Worth but what it. if what if the deal is for the rest of my life and then your life ends because you bleed out oh. when your left hand gets mm. cut off. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be careful yeah. about who you make that deal with. Yeah, because anyone could go. I will, I will grant that wish, and they pull out a hacksaw, <laughs> and then I'm just dead. And then Stanley's yeah, and like, like, and they're like, I wasn't lying. They're like, what a rude that like, guy was. I'm like a genie, and then that person makes all the money going on the road as the human genie, who's <laughs> <laughs> just leaving severed arms in his wake. Uh, becoming homeless for a month. That's no problem easy at all. One. Easy one. No problem. But easy here's here's one. the catch. Here's here's because I was trying to get to sleep. I could not. Yeah, you could just go. To and I've been waking up. Go listen. I got to sleep outside for a month. I've what been waking up like five six times a night. And the last like four nights that he was with us, I I with me, I slept on the couch out front. And the last night he fell off the couch. I woke up to a thud on the ground. It sucked. Ugh. And then he was like dry heaving. Not long after that. But what was the point of that? What else would you give up? I was I was sleeping out front with him. Uh, homeless for a month, but I can't tell Jillian and Atticus or anyone why I just ditched the house. So I'm just gone. I just disappear for a month, but then and I'm sleeping on the streets and you know, bumming money. Uh, but then at the end of the thirty days, Stanley is uh instead of getting him back in a box and his cremated ashes, I get him young and vibrant for the rest of my life and his life. And I get to go back, and I just have to kind of come up with an excuse as to why I was gone for 30 days. Okay. Jillian might be gone forever. Can't you just tell her? I'm not allowed to. Oh. But I have Stanley, to. so she that knows something's up. That is a tough yeah, one right there. Like... Yeah. Uh, and here's the weirdest. So it's you, know, you and Stanley in an apartment after that. I've come up with that, you know, a few different uh, bargainings, and, and I guess that's what it's called. I, I've read the, 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 uh, the stages of grief. Did you start bargaining... Before you read the stages of grief, or did you? Read no, before. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. All the shit, and then I, and I read the stages of grief. I'm like, I am such a fucking run of the mill, normal fucking person. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Here's the weirdest one, though, guys. That's a bummer. And this happened last night, and I'm gonna admit that I had a few uh, uh, drinks uh, uh, after I got home. My buddy Rand got me a uh, a, a bottle of uh, booze. Uh, at the uh, I, when I saw him at the Santa Ana show, the last show for Groupers, uh, my buddy Rand brought a, which I thought was a box of the, the the fancy Jenga, you know, the fancy Jenga that comes in like the wooden box. Yeah, yeah. looked the exact same size and everything. And I'm like, I know what this is, buddy. Thanks. And he's like, Oh, do you have one for me? I'm like, I Have one for you. And then I looked inside. I'm like, have oh, a boring, a boring. Like, this game guy loves Jenga. So I poured myself a little bit last night when I got home, and uh, 
uh, from a movie. And, uh, and then I realized I took a taste. I'm like, oh my God, it's like paint thinner and it's 126 proof. Oh, uh, really? What was it? Really what was it? Boone Booker's. Boone Farms. Booker's? Is it like a whiskey? Moonshine? It's a whiskey uh, bourbon. Yeah, it's very, very, very Jesus. high. Potent. So I had, I, I caught it with a lot of water after that and sipped it and uh, did some work um, for the film old today. And then uh, I noticed there's this fly that's been flying around my house for the last two days. And it's not a normal fly, guys. It's big, and it lands on the on the on the wall, and you go towards it, and it doesn't move. That is a bummer that Stanley came back as a fly. Yeah. I pet the fly. What? It let you? It did. And I was thinking, I know it's not Stanley, but there's a cut to anything's possible. You to the vet with the fly in a blanket. Anything's possible. I pet the fucking fly for a good. Probably twenty seconds, and then it flew away. And now, now that's why when we went over, he wouldn't let us open any windows or or opening doors. You know what? I gotta say that I'm, I've heard when these kind you, of stories before from a lot of people, and most notably in uh, as a comedian, Adam Caton Holland and his sister killed herself, and he wrote a book about it. And the, how they every, write the book about it if they were, killed themselves? He wrote the book about it. Uh, she killed he's, herself. He's very uh, funny, and uh, they. All, everyone in their family would constantly see Slow this red tail hawk, uh. like out their window at their house in a parking lot, and it's no offense, but that's more majestic than a fly. Oh, the fly made sense because it was in my house. I, you notice, like, if your heart's broken, you'll hear love songs of when course, they're on all the time. I mean, you notice things like this. And yep. I've never seen a fly this slow, or I've never tried to pet a fly before. Like but when you have a rough breakup, you can almost feel their body what? losing life underneath your strangling hands. And I don't kill flies. <laughs> I, I, I've killed probably two flies mm. in the last year and a half, and I've dealt with many flies in my house. I always open the kitchen door and shoo them out. Okay. I don't like to, I don't like to kill anything. I really, yeah. I really don't like to take i think it's rubbing off on me too because i the minute i see a spider it's like red alert every time i see a little spider i think about your research about how their brains go into their legs and they're smarter than big spiders and it makes me that was my research you said something about that maybe there was a spider up there in the corner and i immediately bolted and got the vacuum and i felt so guilty and he was clinging on for life and i'm just like like, doesn't sound like guilt to me no well (laughs) as for like the eight seconds, it didn't lose grip before it got sucked into the vacuum. I didn't kill it, technically. He's living in a bunch of dirt. Yeah, I'm sure he's alive. Um, but, well, I, I vacuumed some food after that. How about that? How would you have I felt? I vacuumed up some, uh, I don't know. If bugs. as you went to pet it, you tripped and you smashed it against the wall. I would have felt really awful. Yeah, that would have killed me. I don't know. He might still be in my house. I don't That's know what where that's That's why you wouldn't let us open the windows. You weren't at my house yeah. since the in flies. The, in the scenario, there, yes. you're scenario. running around making sure that there's no, <laughs> there's no in and out. I realized at the time how absurd it was, but it brought me like momentary like, comfort and, uh, yeah, that's good. That's a lot nice. of it is just getting through like the the the, the regular paces of life because I'm Mister Stay at Home, do everything with Atticus at home, and yeah. Stanley was always fucking there. Like, a lot of time I'd lock him in the back of the house, but he was still in the hallway. He'd still be right by the gate. I'd see him and. He's just, he was just a, 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 I took him for granted in the best possible way that he was just always there. And I, I disagree with that. I think you treated him very well. And I think right now you're beating yourself up. I am. I don't know why I'm yeah. doing this. Jillian's like, you're being ridiculous. I don't know why you like to because beat yourself up. 
I, with a human, I could see that because I think of that too with people who have died. I'm like, I should have called her more. I should have talked more. I should have been night. I should have, you know. Well, I think I began talking about this whole thing with the the story of of me finding Stan and 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 he was in that little pin with mm-hmm. the two horrible poodles uh, that were banging each other. They were humping each other, and he <laughs> was getting like knocked into. And he was like skin French and bones, poodles, skin and bones. When I got him, mm-hmm. and they said he was two, but he God knows. And then I stood in line, and he cost ten dollars, plus like seventy five dollars in government fees or some shit. And uh, one of the most remarkable, st- I, I I was actually proud of Stan, and I don't I'm not proud of things, but I was proud of Stanley. Like I, when I would introduce him to people, and guests would come into Love Line, I'd be mm-hmm. like, "This is my dog, and he's the sweetest. Like you know, just hold him like a baby if you like. He, he he'll let yep. you do what, whatever. He's just the best." Um, Remember we had him on Nick Swartzen's lap and we had him singing with to the uh, yeah. Everlast? Yeah. I can't find that video anywhere, but it was one of the best videos. So I'm waiting in line and they're about to close. It's like 4.45. They close at 5. It's a Friday. And uh, I finally get out there. I'm the, I'm the second to last person in line with my dog. And I said, I would like to get him. I'd like to take him home. What do I sign? And she's looking at the paperwork and she goes, oh, what a lucky dog. He was scheduled to be put down tomorrow morning. He had been here for two weeks, and I got lost on the way there. I almost turned around. Jillian's like, no, you got to push forward. I did, and uh, out of all those dogs that they had in there, I just I, it was just such – I got so fucking lucky getting Stanley because, I mean, I was out in my garage today just doing some work unrelated to anything, and, you know, I came across my, my skateboard that has a giant – Oh, it's a yes, Stanley skateboard. Yes. I Stanley, I'm just enmeshed. Stanley is everywhere. He's he's such a huge part of my life, and I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't have the support of of Jillian and you know Atticus and yeah. have all this other stuff going on. But it's independent in, in a lot of ways. And if anything it's, it's were to come you, it's out, it's your grief. It's like I think I think as hard as that is, I think that's also like something to kind of take comfort in. Is like you there are so many people that go through this life not having any sort of connection with people or animals that you had with that dog. And I think to have that is like... That's a good point. That is such a blessing. I know so many just shitty, miserable people that go through life not caring about themselves or other people or other animals or pets or whatever. And Are you talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about Mike. Um, You're staring at me. I know so many shitty people that don't have anything. I just I I think everything you're going through is is completely normal. I don't think you should feel like I'm not manly because I'm crying on my podcast. No, I don't feel that. Like, I don't. I don't. I could have easily avoided this whole, co- you know, just been like happy go lucky and pretend like nothing was happening. And yeah. like, uh, I I would not want to do that to Stanley. And yeah, that's you, not what this, this show I, again, is. Again, I'm going back to you. Really handled it like a man because even you, though I blubbered to the it entire doesn't matter. Thing. I'm talking about you. You dealt with it. You sat there. You were. I don't think I've ever your, been as sad as I was in that yeah, room when, when you she were was putting there. that needle in him. You were right there, face to face with him, and then you picked him up and you took him outside, and then you put him in the bag and you zipped it up. And that was a lot of stuff you didn't have to do. You could have left them on the table. Yeah. And I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, if, if someone had kids and they put their dog down, they're not going to go, okay, now let's carry the dog around the back rooms of the vet's office looking for the Rainbow Connection guy. Rainbow Bridge. It does. Well, he, he was he was absolutely a wonderful he was just—he was different. I got he, really lucky yeah, to get such a different little dog. He, a lot of people have pets. He wasn't a pet. Like it's trivial. Like it—it's trivialized at this point where like dog is man's best friend. But like the dog was literally like. Yeah, he was your, he best, friend. your best friend. He went everywhere with me. 
So like to feel <laughs> to, to feel so sad about it is completely normal. Your your best friend of of twelve years is gone. Yeah, and also it's like the the best years of my life have been the last you know eleven twelve years. Right. I've been so very he, very he happy shared with you every he like was everything I think. Every, I've not done this is the first episode I've ever done of of the after disaster or the fill vault earlier where I didn't have Stan to go home to. Yeah, yeah. It's the first one. I was thinking about him. I was thinking like some of the uh, the one thing that keeps popping into my head, and I know this is sort of off topic, but I remember when we were all out in Death Valley, and we were staying at the Amargosa Hotel, and the door was open because we were all getting ready to throw our luggage in the cars and stuff. And Miranda's like, "Where's Dahlia?" Where is Michael's right old girlfriend? When I said, Dahlia right when she said, "Where's Dahlia?" Dahlia and Stan went running by the door, like they were outside running. Like they had laps. Like a little crush on each other. It yeah, was very cute. But they would just run together outside. And even when I brought Dahlia over your house last time, I took care of her, which was probably a year or two years, or I don't know when it was, but. I put her down, opened the bag, and she jumped out, and her and Stan just went outside together. Like, yeah. just like, it was like nothing. It was just like, yeah. Glad I added to the conversation. So, hmm. when I first uh, introduced Stanley to my brother, who, uh, he's very different than I am. His, uh, instead of like, oh, cool, you have a dog, he just, he just looked at me and he said, he put his controls uh, for his uh, video game now, because he's always playing video games. This is eleven years ago too, and he says uh, he looks at me. He doesn't even barely looks at Stanley. He just looks at me and he goes, "Did you know how sad you're going to be when he dies?" <laughs> that was all I could think of. I feel bad because I've said the same thing to people, and now I feel terrible about it. No, don't feel terrible because he's absolutely right. You'd be absolutely right. Uh, but I, I've mentioned many times when people are like, "You need a dog." I'm like, "I can't deal with it." But here's the, here's the, the thing, end. like like I would. The, the whole reason why I'm fucking so sad is because it was the best. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the best. So if you're on the fence about getting an animal or a dog, I, I, I like good things to happen out of bad things, and it was inevitable. Stanley's going to go one day, and he went. Um, but if you're if you're thinking about getting a dog, uh, I don't know if this episode's going to help you on that path, but it just trust me that it's worth, worth, worth. I mean, I, he was, he's, my life was so much better over the last 11 years because of him. Obviously because of uh, yeah. Jillian and having Atticus. But there's only three things in my life that... Uh, honestly, it, Stanley is the only thing other than Jillian and Atticus that meant as much to me as, as they do right now. And, and my mom. And, uh, and my family. But I don't see them on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, they're, It's all about regularity. And... Uh, that that's a lot of it, and the only things you have in your life that are regular that, that you like, you, you, I don't know. I think this probably goes to old people too, even if they don't like each other and they just argue all the time. But they're together every day, every yeah. night, and the people are in their nineties and they've been married for fifty years, and then one of them dies, the other one's just like, "Oh my god, that thing is not here anymore." Thank God. <laughs> yeah, and now I can finally get some sweet poontang. pop a Viagra and go down to the senior care facility and get down. Well. The Even though last, we all know men die first. The last time we did a show like this, that and someone got pregnant. Lost, someone got pregnant. Yeah. And I have what? No news to share. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> I was talking about you uh, just today with, with Jillian. Like, you guys don't want another kid. Or that, that, do you want another kid or no? Currently, as it stands, we. Why are, do you got to say stands? As exactly. <laughs> sorry. Currently, as it stands, I'm going to take a stand. Oh, I'm sorry. We, I mean, I have a viewpoint here. We uh, are 
are leaning towards the the one child. Yeah, the one child. Mm. Only children suck though. Throwing yeah. up hot dogs and mucus into my hand. We heard day. all about that. Yes. You Not, can. You know why? Don't, don't you guys just put your faith in God and just start doing it without protection? And we've been doing it without protection. Yeah, you might have another kid then. Well. It's up to God. Planet, planet, you can't right. make the decision that I think we're a one kid <coughs> family and then we're going to keep on. Well, if you do it right and you have low shitty sperm counts like I do, mm. do you want to <laughs> really get into this? We can. <laughs> but a lot of people have a kid when when they're not when they're not expecting it. Like I I've met several yeah, people I've that heard have that story. a five or six, but like a five or six year gap between the first mm. kid and the second my, kid. That my my brother, same thing. Yeah, my, my me and my brother are both accidents. So thanks. Cool update, mom and dad. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving, they dropped that mail on me on Thanksgiving. Like, six I think years you talked about. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, cool. Yeah, I remember that you talking weird... about that in the after in the uh, Loveline Studios. I was called it the after disaster. What studios. kind of conversation <laughs> is that that parents have, or does it just come out accidentally at Thanksgiving? I don't. Even I think it's remember. at Thanksgiving where everyone's you know together and like it, it's like sitting around going, "When do we tell our son he's adopted?" But your parents are like, "When do we tell him?" She's like, Unplanned. oh yeah. It was just like she was like taking the foil off of like some cheesy broccoli and was like, oh yeah, you weren't a plant at all. You or your brother. I was like, oh, yeah, that's well, okay though, right? No, yeah, I don't care. I mean, eventually they would have planned to have kids. You guys just kind of popped in early. Yeah. It was just, you know who can't say that are people that are hyper religious that think they're only sex is only for. Right, like why else would we be having sex? Yeah, yeah. It was only procreate. I was more like annoyed about like oh so like. The things for Thanksgiving dinner making me suddenly just think about you, Dad, having unprotected, yeah, exactly, baby making sex. Uh-huh. No one ever pictures their parents having sex in like a fun way, like sixty nine. What that weird? Exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you think your parents having sex, you just imagine it as boring missionary. missionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never Under think the your covers. mom like, oh, happy your dad, like riding. All right, no, no, stop that. You, you, you now you're making everyone think of that. Reverse, Don't do that. Reverse cowgirl 69. is how I always imagine it. <laughs> My mom did used to ride horses. Okay, no, oh, I, what if we all knew like what position we oh, conceived God, in? Oh God! What if that was the one <laughs> what thing if that, that was stuck in your mind like, from the more than you like came out? more than race or anything else? Like yeah. you're a doggy style baby. Yeah. What if <laughs> you're oh, a missionary baby? God. I'm a reverse cowgirl baby. What, what if it was implanted in your brain and it took you like eight years to figure out no. why you have this vision of your mom on top no. of your dad or something? You don't know. It's the until you die. It's the last thing you see. Oh, Every, oh, everyone thinks worse. it's your life flashing for your eyes. <laughs> That's even no, no, no. It's the whole sexual session. For some parents, it's like an hour. For other ones, it's three minutes. But you have to live through the whole thing in What if you're detail. a test tube, baby? You just see it oh like inside you're of a lab. Looking out a glass window with a distorted hour? image of Dr. Hour your Lion <laughs> with spinning, spinning Petri dishes. Oh, you're so dizzy. You feel like you're going to throw up. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Dogs, oh dogs last uh, oh, hour. Oh, you know, the worst one is. Their parents the worst one style. is. Your all you see is your mom. <laughs> that's all there is. You dogs. see your mom like getting ready in the bathroom, and and you you see like the neighbor come over. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just about to die, but your dad's still alive, and you need to tell him somehow, but you can't. It has, uh, oh yeah, I guess. I was like, how could you possibly die before your dad? <laughs> it happens. Yes, it does. All right, food talk. I have to pee now. I gotta pee. Can you go to your bathroom? I'll go to mine. Yeah, All right, Tyler, Tyler, Phil. Uh, why? Full time. Mm, Where right. are we? We're at the 120 mark. Uh, but you guys have to go pee before we put this to bed. Yep. I'll tell you how I'm going to fill the time. I'm just going to hit pause. No! Why not? All right, fine. Uh, what should I promote? What have I been up to? Hmm. 
I don't know. Nothing. Okay, I'm gonna pretend like I've been whispering the whole time in the microphone. Sanderson just watched me walking out of the bathroom any second now. He's gonna think that I've been whispering secrets in there. Oh yeah, no, he's back. I win. Anderson wins. You know that trick that I do where, like, I, I pretend someone's dead? Yes. Because, like, I know that I have to see them, and yeah. I don't want to see them because I don't really particularly like them, but then I pretend that they're dead, and I, I trick myself into believing they're dead for a good yeah 20 seconds, yeah. and then this used to happen a lot when I lived in the apartment in uh, It's a weird Rindale, trick, right? but yeah. And I, I'd have to I'd walk a long way to the, uh, the, the elevator, and I'd see, like, a neighbor of mine going to the elevator, too, like, ahead of me. I'm like, fuck, I have to take the elevator with this person and talk to them right now. And then I would imagine that they were dead, and then I would allow myself to believe that they were alive again when I saw them. They're like, which why is that guy so friendly? And I was, I'd be like, oh, I'm so, so glad they're not dead. You. Yeah, and it, it really helped me in these these awkward like uh, elevator trips, which only lasted like three stories probably. Yeah, because that's that's how how, how big the, the 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 building was. Uh, I used to do that with Stan a lot when uh, the last six months or so when he was like on his on his last legs. And I would pretend like yeah, I would I'd be in the kitchen like you know doing something and then I'd make oh Sand's not here he's gone and like I'd get sad and I'd make no he's not and I trick myself and I go and I'd be extra happy to see him and pet him and it's kind of and then stuff. you look down your left hand's gone Ta-da! <laughs> until he snarled at me and went out the twilight and that really fucked me because now yeah. I'm still you feel like, like you're in that I think that denial is like yeah. I, I think I, I kind of aided in the denial the, what do you the think denial? the quickest way to get over a pet is I mean the, the easiest pet getting to get that, over there's an empty goldfish it's it's so it's it's such a cliche but there really is like this empty spot in my in my heart in my in yeah. my life just because I still got the chaos with the cat the two dogs Atticus you can fill it with drugs and alcohol Jillian I still have all these things in my life but there's one thing missing and it was it was my main animal that's missing and yeah. uh, I, I could easily fill it by going into the dog, but I would have immediate regret because having all these animals is just a huge pain in the ass and chaotic. But finally, this is the last thing I'm going to say. And then, what we'll about if, if you had a pet monkey? That would be even harder. Way harder. It's like a person. It's like a furry person. Yes, monkeys are like people. <laughs> it's true. As someone with a near three year old, and he's got a two year old, no monkeys in my house, please. And please, none. Yeah, but if you're thinking about uh, getting a, getting a pet, uh, getting a, can you a, imagine a what a nightmare a monkey would be if you, if once they figured out what the remote control does? They are the best. Atticus has learned, and it sucks. Pets are the best, especially if you get lucky and you get some anything remotely like Stanley. And if you have a pet right In the now, pound. especially if they're like they're old and like you know you haven't really uh, paid much attention to them, just you're going to regret not spending you know quality time. I would. I would lay down on the ground with him and, and try and feed him like uh, you know eggs that I would cook on the stove late at night and stuff. And thought you were going to say bird style, mouth to mouth, not mouth to mouth. <laughs> but uh, I tried my best. But I, I wish that I did it more. You're always going to wish you did it more. Yeah. So just to make sure. But that's you do everything. It. Anyone, get any, some anyone video. Or anything that ever dies, you're going to go. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I've been looking that. through all the the pictures on my phone uh, from the last like three years, and it's just like you know Stanley, me and Stanley, Jillian, Stanley, mm-hmm. the dogs, the dogs, Stanley, me, Jillian. Atticus, and then Paul, it's just like Atticus, 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 um, Stanley, Atticus, Atticus. Yeah, and, Part I, of the, and I feel real fucking awful about that. As far as um, Paul wants me to sit down and talk to my mom and my dad about my sister dying for the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not happening. 
And he goes, well, how about if you just do it for yourself then? Because he goes, what if your dad dies tomorrow? Is there stuff you would you wish you would have said to him? And I'm like, I have no conversations of any depth or any value with him. And I think about that all the time. But I still, it's almost impossible to bring myself to do it. I have conversations with him, but they're all frivolous. You it's should never like an I love it. you conversation or thank you for this. It's never that. And I don't know if that's ever coming. You should do it. I don't know if I can. And That's you can, what I'm you can do it under the guise of the film and, and bring equipment and stuff, so it's kind of sterile and like you know, like procedural. He, yeah. He'll never do it on the, on camera, but I, you know, I got to have some kind of. He will see him tomorrow. Go to one of those states where you it's a. Uh, it. Is Arizona a, a, like a one party consent state where you? Can, oh, you not can too shabby. All my his... interviews are yeah. in Arizona. <laughs> no, yeah. What if you allow him to I, hold I a gun? I love that fictional thing. You just is Arizona a one party consent? No, there are there yeah. like New York's one. That's how they can do like impractical jokers there. Really? Yeah. There's a lot. That's a, they have to funnel like Vegas, uh, uh, Nevada's one. That's like where, that's why they, they have to funnel crank anchors in. They y- recorded in Vegas because you can do one like one. I did not. Yeah. Have any clue that that was even a, it's a thing? The prank. I don't know how it works when you wow. transfer it to like a documentary that you want to release everywhere. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah. I, don't. I think you have to get releases afterwards, but you can do the initial recording beforehand. Mm. You're not even allowed to do the initial recording uh, without getting consent. Uh, in California, I think, but also I think in California, if your house slides onto my property, it's my yeah, house. Yeah, and you can shoot then, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if their house slides on, you guys want to wrap it? All right. I forgot Damn, how much crying takes out of you. I uh, I just I just feel beat the fuck up. I've yeah. not yeah. cried. You I'm, are you not are. since I was like uh, a, a baby. Have I cried? Are you surprised much? with how much tears your body can generate on the fly? Yeah, it's it kind does of, feel like, like where's like, all this liquid coming like, from? Have they all just been stacked up like waiting? Is it, like, is it hey, pulling, asshole? Is it pulling is it from other parts of my body? Well, I guess it's the same with sweat, right? Like, where does saliva come from? Your butt. It's not oh. from your butt. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But it, this is the eighth day. <laughs> eighth day I've been been crying. Mike was so, the face Mike made at me. Ugh. But I mean, was, honestly, where do those tears come from? Are your tear uh, ducts? I'm not allowed to weigh in on this conversation. But I mean, where tear is ducks. the liquid in your around your eyes that's coming out at a rate that feels like I it's going to fill up a glass? Just, I feel after like the word secretion there's glands. belongs somewhere. There's glands. Isn't there? Isn't there like a little hole in the roof of your mouth? That stuff comes out of? There is on mine right now because I had a, a, the second half of my uh, root canal today. Oh, that's oh an, my God. I had to do a whole lot of uh, shots in my gums. and Nice nice place to do some thinking about the, the tragic it's loss. It's been a tough your... week, guys. Yeah, it's been a really tough week. Is this hurting you? No. <laughs> oh, no. Tough week with the uh, root canal. It has been a tough the, week, uh, but would you have dog. 40 root? How many teeth do you have? Yeah, I, I do a root canal. On 40 root every, canals Absolutely. Every single tooth. Back. To have Stanley, but absolutely, yeah. yes. He was just, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I could have got uh, so many other dogs and maybe it would have been different. Like, if he was just a normal dog, he was not a fucking normal dog. And I'm not idealizing him. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I would not have brought him to Loveland all those nights yeah. over and over again if he wasn't the sweetest, chillest little dog that could, could hang. And, and he, he was the sweetest, chillest little dog. I he think, really was. I think a thing that you can take solace into is that you're going to have the opportunity to, like, Atticus is going to be raised in this family that knows how to like value these little dudes and how to like love big. Like you're you're going to be able to show your son like you know like if you guys like let's say down the road you get another dog or something like that. You know like you can you know you can show him that that way to to take care and be buddies with your with your guy. You know and he can see that his dad 
when you tell him stories about Stan, like he'll see that his dad like loved something so much and wasn't ashamed to like yeah. admit that. Like how what would you have thought if your dad had talked about like how much he like oh this was my favorite it was the sweetest thing I loved I cried for days I heard about my dad's my dad's dog Penny that got uh, decapitated by a streetcar mm. uh, and over he, and over again but that wasn't until my dad lost car. his mind what is that dad 1913 <laughs> no my dad was from the 1930s and he <laughs> the horseless a, carriage came he has by, a story about took a, his head clean off his dog Penny got out of the out the front door kind of like your story about your yeah. dog. But he yeah. was, but my dad didn't tell that story until he had dementia. So I don't know if it was true or if he was just like reconnected to his childhood again. Yeah, yeah. Our dog Rudy. Yeah, the Ta- Michael told me this story while I was holding uh, a soon-to-be-dead stand. Would charge the front door every time it was open, mm-hmm. and we'd have to scream, "Close the door! Close the door!" <laughs> and the one time he got out, ran until he went into a busy street, and a dump truck hit him. Oh, it had to be a dump truck. Christ. First time he got out. I don't know how Mike thought this would be a comforting story. In my, <laughs> it's Mike. <laughs> no, you know it's funny too that like Mike's doing this documentary on 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 you know death and people bringing love and he went up and it wasn't the best joke and I had to tell Mike because I don't think he heard it at the time. But I was trying to regain uh, my composure and I was thinking about my vet and holding my dead dog, and uh, I said to Doctor uh, Nardi, that's her name, Doctor Nina Nardi, I said. Uh, Okay, I'll I'll make uh, I'll be in touch soon. I have a dog that needs uh, a nail and her nails cut, and I'll be in touch soon. It was pretty good, and it was it was it was just so absurd. It was true because Sydney needs her nails cut. I will be going back to the vet to get her nails cut soon. I don't think that my poor vet has seen such a display. I guess she has probably like older people yeah. and well, women, but not when, from, I, when I left the like, room. She seemed for like to be four minutes, and I walked off. I walked to my car and came back. It was extremely unsettling because in a lot of the rooms was a person sitting with their pet in tears. I'm not sure that she had to deal with like a middle-aged man quite. Well, definitely not with a snake tattoo. Yeah. She handled it. She she did it perfectly. Yeah. And she seemed like she was I mean, present. She was compassionate. Like... She seemed like she was very sad by it. Ah. And I, th- I believe she was, and you know why I believe it? Because uh. I found some articles online about vets and euthanasia and stuff, and they all said it does not get easier, and you genuinely feel compassion for people, and s- you feel their sadness. Absolutely. But 90 bucks, cha-ching! <laughs> I, lo- I loved her first reaction, though, when she came in. She's like, what is this, your, your first bat you've ever had to put down? I'm like, nope. Also, but what My is that? First stand, what if it, you're What if you're like, yes. Like how does she that... didn't say it like that? Though. Yeah, she's she like, did not say like that. No, she's like, what? Well, your first she... yeah, you're like, oh, I was the like, tough guy. Was it Andrew Dice Clay came in? Yeah. No, she hey. said, uh, oh, hey. 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 going up the hill. This didn't come down first... with the dog. This is your first, and I'm like, no, no, it's not. My 14th. It's my first stand. Well, but yeah. I'm very, I'm really very sorry. Thank when, you, sir. W- last week when you kept almost spilling the beans on what it was i was tr- trying to figure out what the fuck it never yeah, I didn't even, know either never even crossed my mind Me even neither. though we've been talking about his his yep. health has been going down and of course his day was coming like i mean i've known him for yep fucking i honestly 10 thought years. 10 years i thought i'm sorry for saying this but i thought <laughs> if we would have sucked it out of you you were going to be like jillian mentioned possibly separation oh you thought that was that, yeah honestly that would be more devastating um yeah because she listens to the show. 
and because it would just have much greater implications on my future life than yeah, no, I, okay I wish I wouldn't have said that but I did think I I didn't I, I took it too 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 far right there but you I see I, the, you see the paw of Stan on my yeah, arm I yeah. I have Stanley's actual paw tattooed on my wrist so yeah. I can always see that forever but I, I got thought, that before he I died. thought it was you guys oh might and have it's had below a the wrist so if uh, you had cut the arm the hand off, oh it's still it stays oh yeah it's my left arm what if they want to take it off at the paw. Yeah. No, I uh, no, I thought it was going to be something like we just had a really serious I've fight. been meaning to make an appointment for Stan to take him in to have the vet take a look at him. And, and I was going to ask the question, like, is his quality of life so shitty that he's uh, just hating every day or 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 can I keep him going? Yeah. And I, I've been meaning to do that. And then he got skinny again. He's been skinny and then fat, skinny, fat. And uh, he was skinny. So I made the appointment on Tuesday and she asked me, she's like, what's it for? And I said, I, he might need to be put down. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, your appointment's for Monday at 9 a.m. I said, great. And then I called Jillian to let her know that I made the appointment. And she answers the phone. She's at work. And this is last Tuesday. And uh, I say, hey, honey, I just want to let you know that I made an appointment for today. And then I started crying. And I'm like, that was when it began. So that was last Tuesday. Yeah. Today's yeah. Tuesday. It's been eight. This is the eighth day. And I've been crying oh, uh, every fucking day. Uh, but I think tomorrow's going to, every day has been getting a little bit better. So, What if you find out like you're just losing a lot of weight? And you're like, I found the new diet. It is a pretty good diet. I mean, it's it's like being heartbroken. Like you can't, yeah. eat, you're not hungry. Yeah, you're gonna look in the mirror. You're like I'm trying to lose this last ten, and then like Sydney's gonna walk by and be like, mm. <laughs> Sydney, you represent a good ten pounds. So that's like uh, she seems very healthy. And you're like, no, do it. Here's the ninety. Jillian's been great though. She she hates it when Sydney sleeps in the bed. Now we used to sleep with all three of the dogs, and we used to sleep in a queen size bed with all three of the yeah. dogs. We were animals. We were younger, and you know now we got a kid. We got and a king size bed. His last vision is them having sex with three dogs. <laughs> in the bed Jesus but Christ she, the dogs have all been sleeping and uh, God there was just so much that had to go down with Stan too because he's been making uh, you know not being able to get through the night without peeing in the bed and so yeah. I've been doing laundry you know, three nights a week or so he'd pee the bed and uh, I had a whole system down with his little kennel which is now in the fucking garbage where I'd take the kennel outside and let him anyways uh, Jillian's been great and she she hates it when Sydney sleeps in the bed but Sydney's been sleeping in the bed ever since uh, Stan's gone bye bye and uh, I, it gives me great comfort to have little Sid's warm body sleeping by mine absolutely and I wake up in the middle of the night because I've been waking up four or five times a night and then the first thought is Stan's gone just to, because we have hardwood floors, and I just I know all yeah, of their the click, their, the click, click, click. I know the clicks, click, and yeah. I can I could tell you know who's walking up behind me because they all have different gates, and I just I hear the click, 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 but I'm like it's not Stan. It's at first couple steps, I'm like Stan, it's not Stan. I just I, it's still so fucking fresh. I sure. guess that I I've, I've I can't tell you how many how many times throughout the day I just look where's Stan? Oh fuck! Oh, it's so brutal, and well, I can't escape my house. I can't. I think I I don't know if this is I don't know if this adds comfort or solace or if this makes it worse. So I don't know, but like, but watermelon juice is delicious. <laughs> I mean, there's gonna be a day in the not too distant future where when you wake up, the first thing you're gonna think isn't where Stan, and it's gonna be like maybe it won't be till lunchtime where you like think about Stan, and then it's gonna be like three days until you've thought about Stan, and you might think, and then on those days you're gonna be like. Yeah, oh yeah. shit what happened to the anderson that, like thought yeah, about yeah. stan all the time so yeah. like as much as you want to be through this period right now you yeah. know also like i think like sitting with it isn't yeah, yeah. it's not the most well, it might thing. also be like a point where like atticus is falling down and you catch him with your left hand and you're like thank <laughs> god thank god <laughs> Phew. 
<laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't realize how much I thought of that little dude throughout the day, uh, even though I guess I did at the time, but I think I was annoyed a lot of the time because a lot of hassle, especially sure. towards the end of life. Um, but right now, it's obviously ramped up where I'm thinking about him, double, triple maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm going to think about him for the rest of my life. And I realized that shortly after I got the tattoo of his paw a number of years ago on my left wrist, I'm like, fuck. There could be a day when he's not around, and every time I look at that paw, I'll be like, "That's yeah. Stan's paw." Yeah. I I got a I put his little paws on a copy machine, and I uh, took a copy of his of his paw. Was it Westwood One? Yeah, <laughs> and then I took that paw print, cut it out so it's exact size, and then I I got it tattooed right. And Jillian's got one of her dog on the back of her neck, and then I have my other dog Sydney on hmm. my arm as well. So I have. I should get uh, Sydney. Oh, Mike, I already have, Mike, I have Mike's s- gonna get his own handprint on. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant. Who? What? Who's that? Me. <laughs> All about me. Well, I guess the time's kind of good. Thanksgiving. You know, be thankful for uh, the things that are in your life. For the thing, I'm thankful that I had Stan in my life for the, the, the time that I did. A quarter of my life, I've had Stan in my life, and most of those days have been, uh, you know, 24 hours of my life have mm-hmm. been and 24 hour periods. He, I wouldn't go anywhere without Stan for a lot of those years. Another upside, he'll be spared the indecency of those little pilgrim outfits that you put on the dogs. I never, I never did that. That's right. Halloween costumes. Never did that. It's weird though. It's so primal and so ridiculous. But I just, I'm gonna. I, I really wish that I had his little ashes in my house. I just, I feel like the house. I keep thinking too. But you like, will though, right? Uh, yeah, but it's like takes ten days, and we're only three days in. And I, Why and does I keep, it take so long? I don't know. And I, I want to call and see what's up. Like, what's the process? Where is he now? But I, then I, I start to make the phone call, and I'm like, I can't do what it. What if they're like, oh, we haven't got our shipment, our 55 gallon shipment of standard dog ash in? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. I read a lot of reviews, and this one, like they, they do all. All the dogs like individually so that you don't at a lot of the places they do like 10 dogs in the same oven at the same time and mm. you're getting mixed ashes um that does not seem worth it but i just there's gonna be some real comfort just having him like even though it's not him but like you know his presence yeah what was him in the house again is gonna make me feel a whole yeah. lot better yeah I think. I think it's the same thing as like have you know have whether it's a having a gravestone or having a place where you spread something someone's ashes symbol, yeah. yeah some something symbolic uh, it's f- bobby slayton who's this very gruff yeah. comedian when i was talking to him at his house he's like uh, comedy. yeah he's like uh there's my wife right there in that urn right by the kitchen table and he goes sometimes i come in and i cry sometimes i yell at her i'm like this is your fault you wanted this house. <laughs> and he, he goes, I like talking to it. He goes, I just come by and I go, hey, honey. And there's other times I'm like, God damn it. You made me buy this big house. I don't know how I'm going to react. It might it might open up a whole more. I, I might be good like seven days from now. And then I go get it. And it's going to open up all sorts of shit. I don't know. But uh, I think honestly, maybe that may, that 10 days might be almost good. It yeah. might give you time to process it. And then when you go, it might be like a happy. Did you pick out the urn already? Yeah. It, it was stand? all on the fly. So here's how it happened. Like, I would I go really with one that's not going to break if it falls off the mantle. Not a Stanley Cup. But that'd be pretty good. Ah, that's not a bad idea. So it, I, his appointment was Monday morning, but I realized he wasn't going to make it there. So I, I called up Saturday morning and said, when can you uh, kill my dog? <laughs> and they said, uh, you can come in right now or you can come in at uh, 1145. And I'm like, I'll definitely come in at 1145 because I wanted you know as much more time as I could get. And then I, I went outside, lit a cigarette immediately, of course, and uh, I started researching. I never thought about it before, but I'm like, what do I do with his body? I don't want to just leave it there. I can't just fucking leave it there. Yeah, so yeah. I did some research, and I and I 
within 30 minutes i was i a kind of an expert on uh different crema, pet crematoriums mm-hmm. in my in within my 30 miles of my house i'm a I, bit of an expert i found uh, the one and then i had to call them and that was like a 10 minute phone call uh that they needed all my information and uh, my credit card information, I had to pick which one and all that. Should have taken maybe three minutes, but it took 10 minutes because it was so fucking hard to read my credit card oh. number when I was in the state that I was in. Did you in. say three, two, four? And she, I must, this woman must have said sorry 30 times. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry, honey. Can you please yeah. repeat that? And I just, I, I was just blubbering. There's like a button on her desk that just says sorry. She must have to do that all day long. All Absolutely. There's no happy calls. There's no happy calls. This place is 365, 24-7. They're always open. I really. I, They're like, we keep those ovens hot, baby. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to hear that. I, I really, really <laughs> liked the, the 10-day thing sucks, but I really liked that these people were this there and they were ready to take care of, uh, of what needed to be taken I care like of. I like the idea of you calling tomorrow and being like, hey, I just want to get an update on the, you know, the process whole thing. They're yeah. like, well, they're crossing the Rainbow Bridge right now. You're like, no, yeah. no, no. The no, real like, process. Real, the, the real process, <laughs> yeah. He's at the Rainbow Bridge. The guy is there letting him in. I'm not so crazy as to have driven by the location, but it is right around the corner times. from my house. And like, is I don't know if his little body is just in a, in a freezer or something. I don't know what the fuck. I know. It's just so you weird. I don't know it's not those, him anymore. Probably don't, don't ask those questions. But they, that's part of the thing, a little pamphlet they gave me. They said, call us anytime and we'll let you know where, where we're at. They're like, sir, we have a tea time. <laughs> it's not like the tracking. It's not like, hey, what's the tracking uh, number? Uh, oh, my God. The delivery Stanley's date? at the gate. He's... Sta- uh. So they were going to deliver it. Like that was part of the deal. Like they wanted yeah. my address here to deliver it, but I didn't want like to. I want to have control over that. So yeah. I don't know if you're interested, Mike, or if you're going to be available when yeah, he it. is ready. But do you want to come with me to pick him up? Of course, that'll be a good bookend then, too. To that'll be the yeah the bookend. Of course. All right, so uh, Stan, I love you, buddy. Always will. Miss you and, too, Stan. Uh, thanks, guys, for putting up with this. Which wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Thanks for deking us out with the the dolphin story. For that me. is a real yeah, story, though. Yeah. How fucking awful is Warm that? It, it was awful, it but you, I was, I was like, all right, here we go. And here's what a piece of shit I am. Like I, I would, I would take such comfort in in getting my hands on whoever shot that dolphin and just thinking of Stan while beating the fuck out of that person. Yeah. I don't know what that says about yeah. me, but that would make me feel. What if it was the rug a guys? A lot better. And if it was the rug guys, then like, I, I I would have felt like I, I let too much time pass. What an amazing coincidence right that would be! That'd be if this was a Seinfeld episode, the darkest Seinfeld. How weird is that though? Like I was hoping, I was kind of like staring them down through my glasses. It's not going, weird. It, come on, come on, say something. It's like every, fucker. it's like every movie where something bad happens to a guy and he goes into the bar and just like starts yeah. talking shit to try to get his ass beat. Yeah. That's what you were doing. You just uh, have to be rug hipsters. The, the amount of release. It would have been to just unload on those fuckers. And you know, here's another side of this. One, one last side is like, you know, Jillian lived with Stanley almost as long as I did, almost exactly as long as I did. You know, it wasn't her dog, but she had a connection with Stanley and and she's completely neglected in all this. She's just dealing with, she's got a picture of me holding Stanley right before I went out the door with him and it's like the saddest picture you've ever seen. Like, it's yeah. just me. Like, I can't even muster the strength to have a normal face. And and I feel bad for Jillian because she's like she's not happy that Stan's gone. And sure. it's her week off. And but it would have been kind of funny if she's like, okay, bye, honey, good luck, and bye, Stan. She said her final goodbyes to Stan, and, and Atticus did, even though he didn't know what was going on. We brought the other dogs over to him, and uh, so I go out front door, and we do it. Imagine though, <laughs> come back an hour and a half later, Mike drops me off. And I go up to the front door. I go inside, and Jillian's like, "Honey, why are you bleeding? Why do you have two black eyes? <laughs> and why, why are your 
Why your guy asked me what I was looking at? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. You're the best. <laughs> you married a winner, baby. <laughs> oh. What's next? Who can I fight next? Uh, all right. I don't know how to say goodbye. I don't know how to end this fucker. Uh, keep moving. Uh, anything? I'm sorry, guys. I dominated. That's I all completely right. Completely dominated. That was good. It's cathartic. Was it? I I think it was. Absolutely. Have That's a good what, Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Give your pets a scratch. Give your loved ones a hug. And uh, uh, stop shooting dolphins. Next week, uh, we'll figure out who's pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's me.